Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to start off like this. 2022 is saved, y'all. Let's go. I'ma slide in Let's go, you D. Put you in Chanel. I'ma teach you how to stand. 21. Slip and slide like a waterfall. You need some TLC. We can creep if you want. 21. Hey, turn your phone off. Take your clothes off. 21. I'm a savage, but I fuck her to a slow song. Slow song. Turn the lights down. 21. Lay the pipe down. 21. I ain't Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now. She want me to fuck her to Beyonce. But I don't treat her like she my fiance. No. You know where we going with this We in quarantine But my ends long But it lame lame He got friends on Got a couple spots And they all on Bought a penthouse Cause I'm never home Through my heart out the window Feelings gone Through my heart out the window But I'ma slide anytime you want Put you in Chanel I'ma teach you how to stand Slip and slide like a waterfall You need some TLC We can creep if you want Turn your phone off, take your clothes off. Girl. You know who coming in? You know who coming in, D? Turn the lights down, girl. Lay the pipe down, girl. I ain't Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now. Turn your phone off, take your clothes off. I'm sad, but I'm fucking to a slow song. Said the nail lady went and did her toes wrong. Said the last man was always playing Drake songs. Man, fuck that. Let's go here. Let's go here, D. Jeez. <laughs> wow. 2022 is saved, y'all. Drink serve like it's liquor. Quicker. This is my shit, though. Cripper. Project Pat, what up? Off for dummies. I'm sorry, Drake. 21 killed you on this one. I missed the. Body catcher, uh. slaughter gang, soul snatcher. Ooh. Ain't no regular F150, this a fucking rapper. Yeah. No capper, street nigga, not a rapper. rapper. Uh. Chopper hit him and he turned into a booty clapper. Oh, that was crazy. Gang repping. Yeah, we done baptized more <laughs> That's really bad. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> gang, we do all the stepping. Who you checking? It's FN, shoot East or West End. Let's go. Mm. Mm. Say what? 
Oh, who? who? I heard Poppy outside. What? And he got the double R. Droppy outside. Check the weather and it's getting real. I be outside. I'ma drop this shit and had these pussies dropping like some motherfucking yeah. flies. Type of nigga that can look me in the eyes. I despise. When I see you, better put that fucking pride to the side. Mm. Time, plenty times. I survive. Beef is live. Spoiler alert. Yo, this nigga's guys. That line go real wild. Crazy. <laughs> We're not watching the movie no more. You fucked it up, Dre. Your shooter's iffy. A street punk can never, never diss me. I come straight up out the six and we don't spell sissies. Yeah. Ooh. Wait. I come straight up out the six and we don't spell sissies. Ooh. Wait. I think this one is the one that started it all. When I found this, because I ain't hear it on the original. Oh. This I mean, shit right here. I mean, when you see shit online over the weekend, it make you go back into the archives. Have I missed something? <laughs> Yeah. We, oh, we missed this, this one. Guys doing man, you can't plan it. But if the devil's in the details, then I'm satanic. Uh -huh. About to take over your city and you can't stand it. Oh my, my god. My say you sinking like the Titanic. David Blaine last summer, man, you had to vanish. I get the hits like somebody pitching underhanded. No Got my Spanish team convinced that I know Spanish. Really, mm. when she get to talking, I don't understand it. You ain't on it right away, you had to wait on niggas. Man, I'm only 29, had some patience with us. Uh -huh. Cause I never met nobody from my label, nigga. I just pop up with the music, then they pay a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Shit ain't been the same like before. Mm. I still love it, but I used to love it more. more. FaceTime with my shorty on fact. tour. And she texting purple hearts, cause she know that we a warrior. Uh. Niggas keep reaching and dissing. Mm. Can't afford mistakes, not on this. Nope. Let me call my bros for assistance. Woo. You gonna make me call my bros for assistance. Oh Don't do that. Niggas God. keep reaching and dissing. Dissing. Put me in a fault of position. Mm -hmm. You gonna make me call my bros for assistance. When you gotta call a bros for assistance. I want shits with the dip though. Baby, yeah. I'm a savage, I ain't romantic. When I come around, these rapper niggas start to panic. Mm -hmm. And their pockets going under like the Titanic. Got some head last yeah, night, they really do sound good together. They do. They, they, they go hand in hand. This shit good. She was playing with me then, but she waiting now. Oh. Used to sleep inside a den. Whoever the engineer now, for the project, you got one. When I'm spraying your, credit, your credit line went up. I don't Price no mind went to no up. You heard? Who studio recorded? Oh, the studio that recorded her twice. Niggas take it's not two days twice. They the type to stand in line for some free. Last one, y'all. Oh, this the one. This shit right here. This the one that announced it. I ain't know mm. what I was watching until I watched it. Yeah, that's a fact. I was like, I was like, yo, this is cool. This nigga always yeah. doing some shit, like, man. Mm. Who Life comes up with these ideas? He's telling one person. They need me to Yo, go, but I don't want to leave. Like, do Rest in peace, I'm going to show you. Just wait. Fuck a pigeonhole. I'm a night out. It's a different mode. I'm going to have to make a paint of six. Oh, on my God. Toe. Heard you with a shooting guard. Just let a nigga know. I would have your court side, not, not the middle row. Wow. All good love in a minute, though. I can't stress about no bitches. I'm a timid soul. Plus I'm cooking up ambition on the kitchen stove Pot start to bubble I promise we're gonna start the episode real soon sound suave, You know what we starting with But I can't get recall, bro, thank you John Wayne I bought them yellow stones, Ooh. love the way they hang, babe For the silicone, everybody fake now You could crack the code
code. This is really a line, son. Setting rows, gold dread, talking to you niggas. Like I'm Jay Cole. That's true, too. I love the way they hang, bro. Tell me that you model if you ain't been involved. Ooh. Gotta throw a party for my anybody trying to model. They ain't in the studio, but they're Rest in peace drama king. We this is gonna be a real musical episode, like so get used talk. to it. Yeah. Niggas say something. Mm. Gotta throw a party for my day ones. Mm. Pull up and you know it's us. Throwing a party for the day ones don't sound like a bad idea. Don't, don't sound like a bad idea. Say something. Call the shit day ones. Day one party. Face, oh, we doing that? Gotta yeah, we throw a party for my day ones. <laughs> just throwing a party for day. All the day ones come. All the day ones come through. We got it. We covering. Drama king. We was straight stunned. If I let my nigga twenty one tell it, you a pussy. Why this nigga come in like that? Demon time activated. And the beat change. well, we come out when it get dark. he came in a rose, but he left in a stretcher. Let my brother drive while I shoot team effort. Asking all these questions, bitch, you must thank you, Nadeska. The chopper like the fill on out of autism, a luster. Now 21, this is why they was coming at you. Just so you know. That line was wild, though. All that working out, that I gotta beat the streets. Oh, Damn. Yeah, that was a mistake right there. But uh, but still, <laughs> yeah. that line right there, I was like, oh no, dog. Fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Has and Boats Has. This is the Kid XAB. It's your man, Distinguished God. Um, we got all mans, or we getting straight into it? Nah, we could just get straight into it. Uh, Drake and Twenty One are dropping a joint album next week. Well, this week actually, this Friday. You right? Called uh, Her Loss, which. Interesting choice of words. I don't know, man. I don't know. It sounds like it's gonna be fire, though. It it, it, it has no choice but to be fire because Twenty One. We just played y'all uh, snippet of their uh, discography, and what what I will say is that first of all, I didn't know. Like when you listen to people when they drop records, you don't realize how many songs they drop until you play the records, and you're like, damn. Because Drake could have did this with Two Chains. Drake could have did this with Rick Ross. Drake could have did this with Drake. Drake could have did this with Ho. Drake could have did this with. Uh, Nikki, he could have did this with uh, a plethora because he Drake could have did this with Lil Baby. Yo, actually, a, Lil him and Lil Baby might be crazy. Now, a, I mean, a, a Drake Nikki one too would be Drake stupid. Nikki son. would that actually might be that, that that might be the one that would be dumb, bro. That might be that might be something that we gotta get credit for if we said it first and y'all didn't think about it. And I'm gonna go a step further. A Drake Wayne and Nikki. I was just about to say Drake Wayne and Nikki. <laughs> Would get real, 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 real wicked out here. Nobody would, nobody would eat, sleep, tours. Would be, yeah, no, no, no. You wouldn't that. be able to tour if you if you're yeah, not yeah. on their tour. You're not. Yeah, making yeah, no yeah. Money. it's over for y'all. Y'all would have to tuck the whole. I know they be talking about tucking the winter and the summer away. Yeah, nah, yeah. you gotta tuck the whole year. Oh yeah, true, true. Yeah, the year true, is done true, for, true. for y'all niggas. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, being that we heard one Drake like thorough collaboration, Drake and uh, the Kid Future, actually two. How do you feel about um? How do you feel about Drake and 21? Like, what are you expecting as a fan, as a listener, as somebody who's heavy into hip-hop? I feel like Drake and 21 have a way better marriage than Mm. Drake and Future. Okay. Like, Drake and Future, it was like, yo, hot, but on two different sides of the spectrum. So there was the mystery there of how is this going to sound? Right, right, right. Like, you don't know. Like, we do know that the singles that they've done were cool. Yeah. But it it was like, yo... 
Drake all the way over here and Future over here talking about drugs. Definitely on two ends of the spectrum. That's right. a fact. Like Drake, you talking about you singing on your records, you doing this, you doing that, and and this nigga talking, talking about, about karate, per- yeah, per- karate chopping yeah. bricks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But twenty one and Drake, they sound perfect. And twenty one, in my opinion, has elevated as an artist. Twenty one, twenty one Savage is key. He's a lyricist. He he he's, he's saying some shit. Yeah, he's gotten way better as an artist. That on, I, on, I, I listen to him more. I would say that I listen to him more. on that DJ Khaled album. He he was a standout for me. Mm, okay, so God did. Yeah, God did. God did. So to see them come together at this particular moment in time, I feel like it's going to be fire. And you know, Drake has been experimenting. Drake has been experimenting with his with his sound ever since he dropped. You know, what I mean, uh, what, was, what was the name of the last shit? Um, honestly, never mind. Yeah, yeah. he's been experimenting. He's been experimenting so, right. so we're gonna see what this sound like. But I feel like this is grounding him back. Okay. Right for the moment, like this is his reason to rap right now, as opposed to the different sounds that I think he's trying to figure out. Because Drake always wants to have this world sound yeah, yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Like, and I think he's trying to figure out what that is going to sound like. He did the little, the uh, I don't even know what you want to call it, dance record, the dance album. So, which in in all due respect, it's definitely hit. The, the same way Beyonce shit is hitting now, which you hear more of Beyonce on Instagram than anything. That that one song we getting fucked up tonight. You hear that? Yeah, shit. yeah. You hear that everywhere. And and the more you hear it, the more you realize there. As we said, there's a sound culture being shifted and it's being pushed. Oh yeah. If you if y'all can't see that, you you, you definitely see it now. Yeah. That sound is not regular Beyonce. That's the dance sound Beyonce. Meg the Stallion has one. Meg the Stallion definitely has one. Lizzo has Lizzo has several. Lizzo has several. And Drake obviously has several. So oops. big energy ain't really hip hop either. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not yeah. dance, but it's it not ain't dance. Hip- it's not hip hop though. No. Yeah, yeah. So so y'all see what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I I think that this is going to the music scene in 2022 has been very disappointing and lackluster. Right. Um, Beyonce, I like the album, right. but it didn't change culture. No, no, no. Like it didn't have the cultural impact that Beyonce normally has. It, it has lemonade, changed. lemonade. Yeah, like right, lemonade. Like lemonade, like that shit started discussions, panels, workshops. Yeah, <laughs> Nigg- niggas was really doing like the lemonade, yeah. like fucking panel, and have six niggas up there discussing cheating yeah, women and right. black culture. Yeah, like a whole shit. bunch of shit. Like this one didn't do that. It's still again, it's still an impactful album because it's Beyonce. Like. No matter what she dropped, I don't think she can miss. No. But it just didn't do what we thought it would. The Drake project still, again, I think there's some bangers on there, but it didn't shift culture. No, 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 it didn't shift culture, no. This one, I don't think it's going to shift culture like we, like the Kendrick Kendrick album shifted culture. I don't give a fuck what nobody well, said. Kendrick shit did. And to see when he dropped that video of that You're talking record, about the new one? Yeah, I was like, whoa. With him and Shorty? Yeah, bro. Bro. Yo, y'all not giving Kendrick his flowers, like, and I don't like that. I was like, honestly, Kendrick Kendrick took 2022 and put it in a sleeper. That yes. has. He Ken- really did. Kendrick is the standout from 2022. He brought it, he, he, his whole album embodied the real conversations you don't want to have, but 
we gonna have it, but we gonna have it in an artistic way too. Right. And y'all niggas is not discussing it enough for me. Nah, definitely. Not. I I haven't really seen any discussions, but I've seen comments. I haven't seen like, all right, we 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 need to take the lemonade approach. Yeah, y'all need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And y'all need, need to, some panels about this. Y'all need to revisit that album because some of y'all, it's some of y'all, that we have. Yeah, it's yeah, it's going over y'all head. Yeah, yeah, we it's have going it. over y'all head. A lot of, there's a lot of toxic issues in black relations, black families, and it's been a lot of black death this year. So I'm surprised we're not talking about it. Yeah, because he's he's hit it on the head. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he Mr. Rap Morale in the Big, big step, step is. is yeah. Is literally has yeah, its fucking down. thumb on the pulse of where black culture is right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. everything, everything, Every, yeah, everything, everything, everything that's ha- is is on the album. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that we're missing it is really crazy to me. Yeah, but right. um, back to these niggas. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is what we needed to hear from Drake. We need to hear him rap again. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to hear. I can't wait till Friday midnight. I'm yeah, staying. I'm, yeah. I want to hear bars. That's so all I want to hear. I don't really care about like the hit. We know there's gonna be records on. It's gonna like whatever that sound, whatever that uh, uh, instrumental was in the background of that of the video. We know that's gonna be a hit. That the way that sound already. I was like, I wonder how that's gonna start. I, I wonder what storytelling is gonna happen on this. I wonder what well, what type of frame of mind they're gonna they're gonna take the listeners on. I wonder what type of adventure and journey the album is gonna take us on as listeners. Yeah, nah, I'm I'm excited for it. This is another album. That like you said, to, I'm yeah. looking for. I will yeah. stay up till twelve. Yeah, 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 I'll stay up till twelve. I'll stay up to twelve and get them downloads and then see what everybody else is talking about, and then we'll yeah. talk about it. Obviously, yeah. obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look forward to next week's episode because yeah. you know we we got a deep dive for y'all. You know how sticky it gets. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm also waiting for Scissor. If Scissor dropped this oh, year, okay, then that'll save twenty twenty two. Okay, she needs to drop this year. I don't think she gotta hurry up. But time is running out. Yeah, next, next week is over. Next week, yeah, is, yeah like October's out of here. I don't I don't think she should drop. In unless she drops early 2023, I feel like she's gonna miss her window because people have been waiting for a scissor album, yeah. but she ain't Rihanna. Niggas ain't gonna wait for five years for a scissor nah, album. Nah, nah, nah. By the time she drop it, it might be someone else like in that lane that we're looking forward to. Yeah. Um, and then I do feel like Summer Walker has been hinting towards dropping an, a project that has all her old shit in there. And she don't she don't mm. take too much time off. I know she's pregnant again, but she don't take too much time off before she puts new music out. So I feel like that might be coming sometime soon too. But um, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Um, music. Since we we're gonna talk about some more music in a second, but since we didn't give her all, man, I do have a discussion for us because this meme has been floating around, and there's no one better than the boys to talk about <laughs> this shit. So, my question to you, bro, is did social media kill the OG restaurants that used to be fire, like Olive Garden? Niggas used to to brag about going to Red Lobster. Uh, Fucking BBQs, you could throw that in there. Cheesecake Factory, Factory, Applebee's. Did social media kill them, niggas, or did we just grow up? Uh, I feel like a lot of people did grow up. I mean, to be honest, Olive Garden is my favorite restaurant of all time. One of my favorite too, so bro. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna act like I'm on this I'm, new wave. I'm not gonna act like I don't. I don't like a little Olive Garden. I definitely love me some Olive Garden. Um, and not gonna even also front. The last time I was at the Cheesecake Factory was literally sometime this year. So, yeah, uh, Cheesecake Factory goes crazy. That's not a restaurant I'm going to all the time, though. But 
I'm going there with the fam. I'm going there with somebody that I really like. Um, it gives me family, homey vibes. But um, and I can't even say it's one of my go tos, but it's like honorable mention. But yeah, Olive. When I saw Olive Garden on the list, I was like, that's one of my favorite restaurants. Now I never, you know, niggas might kill me because I'm a seafood head too. I was never really a fan of Red Lobster. Me personally, mm. I was never really a fan of um, the food, like choice, choice wise. And I think that's because when I was dating this young lady at the time, you know, you know her, she was a Red Lobster head. She used to love, and I was only going to, and I feel like I was only going to certain restaurants because the women I was dating. I wasn't going to restaurants because I was a fan of the restaurant. Right. So th- that, I guess, like that. I'm not really even a part of this conversation because I'm not like a, these ain't like my go-tos like that. There's only one of them that's really my go-to. Um, in terms of social media, I mean, social media definitely, I feel like has influenced it in two ways, based on what you pay for at that restaurant, based mm. on what they deem as good at that restaurant. And then the second is if you could quote unquote afford that restaurant. Cause what is out of, out of that list? I think the priciest, Restaurant on that list is Cheesecake Factory, if I'm not mistaken. It might be, yeah, it might you, be Cheesecake. You're going to spend money at Cheesecake. Or, or Red Lobster. Or Red, Red Lobster, possibly, yeah. Olive Garden, Olive Garden is very affordable, so. I mean, I feel like, I feel and like. And Applebee's is probably the least, like, or, or no, well, the, the most affordable on that yeah. list, I would say. I feel like culture has shifted, partly because of social media, but when I, I feel like when we were growing up, everybody from adults to teenagers would say that those were good date spots. Yeah, Red Lobster was probably the number one out of that whole list. If if you took somebody to Red Lobster, like you were taking your wife to Red you Lobster, were taking, yeah, you were taking your girlfriend to Red that's Lobster, and nobody looked at that and said that's cheap or right. that's a bad date right. or anything like that. Nowadays, yeah, if you tell a girl you want to take her to Red, Red Lobster, Lobster as a first look, date, she's looking at you insane. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting that second date. Nope. You may not even get the first. She like, might not come to Red Lobster. And that, to me, is crazy, son. That, that it, that, bro, that is crazy. But they look at it like it's McDonald's. But look at what we're saying. We're saying if the girl, that means that this whole thing is being dictated by women. It is, and social media. Right. But I know what it's attached to. I feel like I've cracked the code. Okay. Shout out to Drake. Okay, Drizzy. Because social media is this place where you have to seem like you're in the most exclusive places in the universe. Red right? Lobster was never exclusive, though. It's a chain restaurant. All it, those that we mentioned right. are yeah, chain, chain restaurants. Right. Yeah, they're going to live on. Yeah, You're not going to take too many selfies and pictures nope. and videos nope. being in a chain restaurant. Unless it's like a dope-ass backdrop or something particular is happening. Right. And there. even that, you don't want, in today's day, you don't want niggas, you might not to, know want niggas you, to know you're Red you at Red Lobster. Or right? you at Olive Garden, right. They much prefer now to go to like a more, I won't even say like, Yes, you got the chains like Tao, but those are considered like hip hop royalty restaurants. Right, now. they're like they're like top tier. So up there. that's yeah. like that's like Gucci. That's yeah. like showing niggas, oh look, I got a Gucci bag. Right, that's like Versace. If Versace had a restaurant, right, you in there wilding. Right, so yeah. you got those, but then they want the exclusive spots that just look fancy and high end. Correct. Like, a lot of women will prefer now to be taken to a restaurant that isn't a chain, um, isn't. Uh, that well known, but looks good inside. Right, and I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it in a negative light, but that has been, I think, the shift in this idea of 
if you take me to Red Lobster, you're being cheap. Because Red Lobster ain't cheap. I was about to say Red Lobster. Bro, I, bro, I never fit. And you know the person I'm told, bro, the first time I went to Red Lobster, I spent more money than I actually fucking wanted. I only did it because at that, at that particular moment in time, we were like in like a very good place in our relationship. And then the second time we went to Red Lobster is when we had broke up and I was like, quote unquote, trying to get her back. And I knew at the time, I'm like, this is somebody that we've done shows together. We've produced stuff together. We've done music together. I'm like, this person's quote unquote appetite. <sighs> Hope niggas don't take this wrong with this person's appetite for food is just OD. Like why, why are we at Red Lobster now? I'm, and I'm literally about to drop $300 because now you want a bottle now and you want fucking the, 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 the bucket tray and you want all this extra shit. And it's like, yo, we just, I just came here to eat food. Yeah. I ain't coming for all the fucking theatrics. All that shit. Yeah, 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 God yeah. damn, son. Now I, I remember being Fuck. in a predicament one time where, um, and it's not a nice feeling where it's not when you running out of money or, or you just set a budget, right? right? Like, like damn, I'm about to be negative tomorrow. Yeah. Like I, I remember one time I set a budget and my budget was decent. It was like three fifty. I was like, "Yo, oh, okay. anything over three fifty, I'm like, we're not gonna go over three fifty. Like, in the restaurant, I knew that we were going to. I'm like, it's, it's very hard for us to go over three fifty. <laughs> Got to the restaurant, and that bill was five hundred. I was like, "Yo, this is really cutting." Wait, wait, wait hold on, time out. What part of the bill was five hundred? Your part of the bill or her part? Nigga, of the my bill? part of the bill was maybe seventy dollars. You're lying. Yeah, nigga, that you're shit lying, ain't, bro. You're lying. I'm dead ass, bro. Dead ass. My part of the bill was like, and I'm, oh, I'm, I'm inflating it because my my meal was thirty something, and then I probably that's, that, that's what most niggas meals be anyway. And we, I we got at the table we, uh, about thirty forty. Yeah, and I got a, a lemonade or some shit like oh that. So you God. know that's like you don't six, drink, right? That's like six dollars. So let's say forty. Forty, and then you put tip and tax right, on so top 50, of that. Fifty, which 55. is not bad, right? So fifty fifty five, but I put a luxury tax on it seventy. Let's say okay. my part of the bill is seventy. The rest okay. of that shit was her. What <laughs> nigga? What did she order besides the food? It, and I hope she finished it. I don't even remember she finished it, but don't sound like she. I remember it. this shit, and it was hilarious to me because I was like, "Yo, what is happening right now?" So she ordered the lobster, right? right which and, off rip, we know that's over hundred, and it was a full lobster. Oh shit. And I was like, okay, this this is um, her meal. It's interesting, though. Like, why would she order her meal first? Oh, and then she was like, nah, this is um appetizer, a appetizer, nigga. What are you talking about? Okay. And then she ordered a steak. Wait, wait, what? And then a bottle. Wait, nigga, you let her order a steak and lobster? Son, it was a lobster. Bro, you got to choose. You got to nah. You got to do was better than that. Then it was a steak, and then it was a bottle. For me, you, you for me, you gotta choose. You either getting lobster or I know it's on my tap. You either choosing lobster or you're not having both. I'm not Denzel Washington. Now she did she uh, to her credit, I'll say she asked you. After she did she asked if she could if she needed to pay for the bottle or not. Like she was oh, like, I, I will oh. pay for the, I know you don't drink, so I will pay for the bottle. Um but I just feel be feeling like shit like that be a test. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, but, but bro, <laughs> do bro, I want to call you broke today or not? But wait, but wait, but wait. What year was this? Um, this was I don't know. This was a while ago. It's 2014, 2015. Nah, nah, nah. It was, it was closer to now than that. But oh, I don't, okay. So yeah. when you say a test, whose test was this? Was this hers or yours? 
I mean, hey, man, I don't know. I don't know how you could have failed the test when we know you didn't. When when you when we know you weren't taking you on a date, you were taking her on a date. She was. I dead. think it and, was your day, and we're gonna get into this. But I think <laughs> scenarios like this, scenarios like that, is a test for both people, right? Really? Yeah, because I think on her end, she's probably testing the limits of my pocket, right? Are am I able to afford? some of the lifestyle that she is interested in living on a consistent basis. And then on my end, I'm testing to see if we're compatible with what we think is acceptable to spend on a night out. What number date was this? This was someone that I've been dating for, okay. for years okay. and okay. off and on. Okay. So, okay. Okay. okay, so it wasn't like a, a, a person that now nah, on a first date, I think it, that is, even more bananas. That's bananas from someone that you've you've known for years, and that wasn't like an anniversary or so. You know what? I'll I'll give this much credit. It was like a celebration for something, an accomplishment that, that they, they did. achieved. Okay, okay. So okay. I'll give them that. I will give them that. But um, yeah, on a first date though, that's some wild shit. Well, sorry you went through that, and hopefully that never ever happens again because we are now leveling up. I mean, and it wasn't like a, I don't feel like it was a sorry I went through that type of moment, but it was definitely a learning experience okay. in terms of, um, yeah, like, you got to figure out what your compatibility with somebody is. Right. And that is an ego test because a lot of men will do that and then be mad at the woman, right? But you... I'm not going to say you can't be mad at the woman. Right. However, you need to be more concerned with yourself right. in terms of that. Stop pursuing that then. Right. If you stop. know that that's not going, she's not going to change her, her uh, preferences and what she wants and what she likes, but you can change <laughs> your pursuit of that. If you know, that's not going to fix, that's not going to fit in your life. Correct. Like and I think a lot of men they get it a little confused, but we're gonna we're gonna return back to this conversation in a second. Um, Charlemagne, <laughs> Charlemagne said that Kanye West called him um, complaining about Pete Davidson's dick. Yo, that was insane. I, I, and then and then and <laughs> I then, don't know, bro. And then. And then I'm just like, why y'all niggas can? Why is the conversation even being had about a nigga's dick amongst y'all? As if this is like the end or be or in terms of the nigga you having a conversation with. What is he supposed to do about this nigga's tennis dick? What is he supposed to really do? What you're not calling me just to call me. You know, Pete is my friend, right? right? Nori told like Nori like you know that's Charlemagne's guy. So you're calling me. He's like, oh, you know, um, uh, you know, you we gotta save the new Marilyn Monroe. You know what happened to Marilyn Monroe, right? Marilyn Monroe died of drug addiction. So we got to save the new Marilyn Monroe. Talking about Kim. Mm. And I'm like, yo, you know, Pete is my friend, right? So he's going on and on. And then he, finally he goes, my wife is out here fucking a white boy with a 10-inch penis and you won't help me? <laughs> my wife is out here fucking a white boy with a 10-inch penis and you telling me that's your friend? Hey, but you was supposed wild. to be told That's crazy, bro. <laughs> He's yeah, screaming from the phone. Somebody help. Entertaining. Yes. Entertaining. Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> what am I supposed to do but laugh at that? What like, the fuck? Like, mm -hmm. you got it. You're not calling me just to call me. You know people.
That somebody helped sound incredible. So, and that was Kanye's that voice. That was Kanye's which voice. Which is crazy. So, I got to find that drop. Yo, I got to get insane. that, bro. I know we're not, we not talking about this man. Like, we're not going <laughs> we're not going in depth. We know he's done more fucking crazy shit. Um, we, may, we may revisit the Nori situation only from the podcast perspective. Oh, um, man. but Jesus I don't. I, we'll 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 see. But this shit was too funny for us not to talk about. This was bro. hilarious, bro. That was bad. That was bad. Now, that was that was bad, fellas. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I'm gonna go on the. I told you I'm here to pod today, D. I'm on Demon Top. This is why you don't ask certain questions. <laughs> <laughs> this is why when your girl deals with another nigga, right? And y'all, you know what I mean? Y'all was broken up, whatever the case is. This is why you don't ask how big that nigga was. Because you might not like the answer. <laughs> you might not. You, your your six-inch dick might not like the fact that the new nigga or the nigga she just left to get back with you had a 12-inch. You might not like that. And that's what it sounded like happened to what Kanye was, West. What I was, what I was also saying to myself though, Kanye, if it's that serious, or if it was that serious, or in general, if it's that, bro, you got money where you could just you could you just get I mean? a bigger thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not. He do got that. I'm not saying money gonna solve all, and, and I'm pretty sure to get a bigger dick is probably gonna be about 50, 60 G's. I mean, I don't know how much it is really to get a BBL because I've heard from women the price varies, but. I mean, the DDL, uh, uh, Dr. Miami was talking about he'd do it for 500 during the pandemic. I think he was joking, though. Nah, 500 k uh, that, that No, $500. Oh, nah, he was definitely joking. Get yeah. <laughs> the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be a simple surgery. So no, 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 no. I believe that surgery is super simple, and I also believe that surgery is probably, um, in terms of um, what you would go through, it's nowhere near what women is going through. I mean, that's a whole woman. Oh ass. yeah, nah. So that's my, a whole woman's. Ass. From my understanding, they so all of us got extra meat, <laughs> right? Right. That doesn't right. always come to the surface Correct. when you get hard. So my understanding is that they snip the thing that's holding the extra meat, right? And then your your dick gets a little bit bigger from that. Okay. Um, sounds a little dangerous to me. It sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah. However, I know we all watch porn. Now, a lot of porn stars got it. Yeah, so I'm like, there's no way, a hundred thousand of these niggas are always born with big dicks. Some, some of y'all were, a lot of y'all wasn't. Some of y'all getting that surgery. Some of y'all got the surgery. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but what I what going back to that question, certain questions you shouldn't ask. I was definitely dealing with a a, a woman that me and you both know, and I think one time I was fucking with her. She's like, yeah, because I I dealt with niggas that had bigger dicks than you. <laughs> Sometimes that information yeah, is definitely yeah, volunteered yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, it was. I didn't ask. It came out. <laughs> exactly. And then what was said after, I guess, to make the situation better was, yeah, but um, you've done more for me than those niggas, though. Nah, that that I'm that like, that hurts even more. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what, what you trying to say, well, Sh- Shaq? <laughs> nah, we gotta get we gotta get Kobe off the bench. Yeah, right? Nah, that that would make me feel worse about it because now you try to supplement. Right. Like you already know what you what you you implying. Right, and then and then in my mind, I'm just like. It ain't like as a result of you meeting niggas all of a sudden because they got a big dick that mean you deserve a big dick. That just that nigga just so happened to have a big dick. That don't mean you deserve a big dick. <laughs> you might just deserve. <laughs> There's always gonna be somebody that got bigger something, more something, 
why this shit can't be <laughs> better better something <laughs> like, I, I don't know what to tell yeah, anybody I don't know that. what to tell them either You're, like those dick sizes anything after <laughs> anything after eight inches uh, well eight, eight inches and up is supposed to be in like a one to two percentile of a male men. population right, right you know what I mean but shorties do run into to niggas who got those type right. of dicks and and god bless those niggas i mean that's what's up at the end of the day though in my opinion just because you had that don't mean one you could take that because there's women that have that they'll, they'll tell you that yo i can't take that well i mean the comment i mean we speak about this all, yeah, the, time, all the time but the common consensus um that i've been told right. by women is anything more than seven starts to feel uncomfortable Right. So after seven inches, um, like between like six and seven, a lot of women say is their comfort like that feels they call that boyfriend dick. That's the dick that you can fuck for the rest of your life. It feels good. Okay. And um like it's not not small, but it's not big. It's 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 in a nice little comfort zone. Then they got uh I think like anything eight and up is I feel like where women feel like that's they bragging right. Like, that's the, oh, I could take a, I want a nigga. That's where you hear the niggas on, the, the women online always talking about that's the dick they want, knowing damn well they, they can't even handle that type of a size. Right, 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 right. Uh, and then, of course, anything underneath that, niggas will consider that. And even within the uh, range of five and a half, which is supposed to be normal and average, um, and up, which would be actually a bigger, a big dick, um, maybe not a monster dick or a big, big dick, but right. it's bigger than average. Um, some women will will try and make it seem like that's a small dick, which is where things get a little weird for me because it's like, so average is bad, um, but nonetheless, um, five and a half and under, I think, well, let me not say it, five and under, a lot of women uh, look I at that just, as small. I just want those. I just want those women who consider that to show me their dicks. That's all. <laughs> yeah, if you could show me your dick, my dick is bigger than yours, and I got a, I got a oh, bigger dick. Oh shit! Than you, all right, your man in the boat is, is not gonna cut it for me. Um, I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I that shit is hilarious, though. <laughs> 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 all right so. But Pete Davidson got a ten inch, y'all. So hey, you know whoever can handle that, yo, knock yourself out. I mean, really and truly, do niggas care? Except for Kanye. Not really. Yo, Kanye really cares, though. I, I really don't care <laughs> about him or other. I, you know, you again, I've said this, men, some of y'all, you got to get comfortable with your body and you got to be comfortable with the dick that God gave you. And if you're not comfortable, do what these women do. Like how they not comfortable with their ass, with their titties, with their lips, with their face. Go get plastic surgery. Yeah, if you could afford it. If not, go take out a loan if your credit is good. I don't know what else to tell you though. I don't even know if getting a bigger dick is actually gonna make some of y'all Listen, happy, which is a whole nother conversation. That's a yeah. We that that I'm might be just, a Patreon yeah, episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it right. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. All I know is <laughs> this conversation gets very silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. I know. Over time, it's just like, what are we even talking about? Yeah, grown yeah. men is really having these kind of upset. Supposed to you called coach. another grown man worried about another grown man's <clears throat> dick because he's piping your chick. That's 
That makes that makes you look crazy as a man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. That's why I don't ask. Crazy. Like I don't ask certain <laughs> questions because I already know what type of insecurities that's going to unlock. Nigga said that's why I don't ask certain type of questions. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to know what your biggest dick size. Like, yo, what's the biggest dick you ever taken? Damn. Like, damn. Honestly, <laughs> you're you, you gonna start to try to stick shit up in it. That's not yours. <laughs> yeah, Let me play with this toy to yeah, make me feel I, Honestly. I don't. I don't. I don't want to know. Where do I measure up against other niggas? I, honestly, that don't listen. That these are conversations that I know certain niggas be trying to open the door to. Whether it's curiosity, and it's if not, it, if it's curiosity, just understand what you're what you might be opening the right. door to. The next conversation is gonna be when you start fucking the chick. She's gonna be like, "All right, measure your dick first. <laughs> Or you go now you're gonna feel inadequate if if she's had like a twelve inch, right? And and you ain't you ain't there, you five. What if you go to her house you and you four? What if she, what if what if you go to her house and she literally got, got the tape ready for got you? Got the tape ready and it's just right. And it's like if it if it ain't if it, it ain't five and a half, right. it ain't going in. Shit, if it's not the last dick, imagine the lab, whatever the last dick was, imagine she just puts the fuck the the, the measuring shit is there <laughs> and she just got the mark by eye, seven and a half, and your shit is right there at at Five, six, at six, I you you didn't measure up. Get out of my yeah, house. You gotta go. Can you imagine? <laughs> Yo, that's Bro, that's bad. And that's, that's that's some chicks probably do that. That's Who knows? that's that's od crazy. I've heard. Damn, oh, damn. I've heard of women saying like, "Yo, if a nigga whoop his his shit out and it ain't a certain size, I told the nigga to go home." Damn. Now I don't know what psychological damage that does to a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Don't know. I feel like, <laughs> but that sounds crazy. I feel like on the on the rough end of the spectrum, that's gonna make a nigga really want to be be violent and be wild, like really be violent to other people, like act like like getting all that rage out for quote unquote disappointing the person he wanted to fuck with, and then on the other spectrum, that might make a nigga really get in his bag and really just be focused on not necessarily having a big dick, but I guess exuding big dick energy. And then if it comes around again where he end up with that chick, he might, he might, he might violate. <laughs> he might violate. That is a real That's a real question though. Well that that's a real convoluted situation because I think you're right. Like in some like we It's only two extremes you can go to, bro. There's we, no middle in that. <laughs> we don't oftentimes acknowledge like the the scenarios that men go through that turn them into toxic niggas. Now, this turn is not, them into crazy niggas. Yeah, this is not an excuse for nope, them. Nope, definitely not an excuse, but... But there are times where niggas will meet certain people, and I've heard the story, so I'm not right. making this shit up. Right. Like, I've heard about, like, I have a lot of homegirls, so shorties have told me, like, yeah, nah, this nigga whipped out, and that shit wasn't... I, I think it was the size of my thumb, and I told that nigga no. He got a... He's not putting that nowhere. Like we was naked, I was ready, and he pulled it out, and I was like, "Nah, that's not gonna do nothing for me." So, Damn. and you know, I I understand the justification. She's like, "I'm not gonna get nothing from this." So, like, and what's maybe, the whole point? Maybe she's right because she she knows her body more than that nigga knows it. That nigga never been in it, so right. Yeah, and and I get it. I understand it because I I can't imagine. I mean, I guess I can, but I can't at the same time imagine having a sexual experience knowing you're not gonna get enough from it. Based off of like, not not that you are purposely suppressing your nut, but you know the experience itself is not giving you no type of pleasure to the point where you'll orgasm. Well, I guess this is the only space where this conversation can live in terms of niggas sending dick pics. This is probably wait the, what? 
in this in this context, this is probably the only space and realm where quote unquote the justification of dick pics can actually be a thing. Because it, Oh, sending it to yeah, a shorty because, like, yo, this yeah. is what my dick look why like. Why the fuck would I get to your house now? Imagine. Ooh. Imagine a nigga going, I know going. Imagine a nigga going OD. He's excited to see you. You and, excited to see him. And you finally get there and you whip it out and you're getting hard. And as you're getting hard, wherever it stops at is where it stops at. And she's like, All right, so where's the rest? And you're like, what you mean? This is this as far as he go. And she's like, yo, that ain't it. Where's the rest is a wild question, my nigga. And then you get so embarrassed, so insecure. You start to fuck up a whole crib. You don't touch her. You fuck everything up around her. But that's what happens to some of these insecure and people niggas. should not wait till it get to that point because now you don't know what he really gonna do. But I think, I mean, honestly, self control is a real thing. But it's, still, it's, it's still, it's not on the woman. But right. that's where tact comes in, right? Like yeah. you gotta. I, I do feel like yeah. you have to find a tactical way to maybe figure out how this is gonna work. Ain't no, ain't no real way in saying, "Yo, bro, your dick is too small." Because it's either one or two things: your dick is too small, your dick is too small for me, or if you do some shit like this, and then you go buy his penis. Because if you do that now, <laughs> if you lift up the pinky and go buy his penis, if that shit is smaller than your, oh god, if your pinky don't go over the next like line, fuck, pinky only got two lines, and if it, if it don't go over the next line, it's bad. I don't know. It's I, bad. I, and it's I bad. listen. I be I just be trying to it's bad justify no you can't I just be trying to give you know what I mean like so some, lee, some leeway you for can't some. give that man no more meat it's just there it just stopped at the third line it ain't going <laughs> <laughs> it ain't go over. you can't give the nigga no more no, meat no 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 yo it's bad ladies what i want y'all to do it's bad this is an interactive podcast Uh, i would love for y'all who we calling first i'm about to call silver this is hard this is hard um and this is going right into this conversation but um i we want y'all i don't this i don't really care about like what y'all think is a good dick size because i know i i know what the real answer is and i know what the online answer is me personally why is this even still a question in 2022, man? Yo, the in, this what this what the internet did, bro. Yeah, Not, this is this is another social yeah, media this, yeah. so, shifted the yeah, culture yeah, type yeah, shit. Yeah. The internet did this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know what the real answer is, and right. I know what the cap online is. Every chick say that, like, if it ain't nine inches, ain't eight inches, then it's a small dick. Y'all are capping. Like, really crazy. Y'all don't love y'all uterus as much as you claim you do. That is like I don't know how many of y'all even seen a, a eight inch dick. I know if I was a woman, I could I, I, w- I went one over a certain size. I have a dick, so I know <laughs> over a certain size. When I'm watching these pornos, I deb sometime in my head I'll be like, damn, like that ain't all fitting in there, right? And and and, and as much as it's getting me aroused, like damn, like I'm about to go to the nigga that got the ten inch dick. It's like damn, I imagine that what she really can't, t- and it looked like she can't. It looked like it's good, but it's good for him, for her. It's like what's going through her yeah, mind? Yeah, she's dying. Like literally, she's dead. <laughs> That's not even. <laughs> we told y'all we That's came. Her to, body moving up and down. We <laughs> we told y'all we came to pod. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call this special guest real quick. Oh my god. <clears throat> Hello. 
Silver Love, you are on the world's most dangerous podcast uh, that has in bow ties. Um, how are you? I'm amazing. So, Hi, that has in bow ties. So I called you for a very specific reason. Um, you have an event today. Unfortunately, this episode is coming out after the event, so we can't. It wouldn't make that much sense to plug the event. However, she's still listening to it, so it's like getting stuck on her ear right now. It's being pushed in there. Yeah. What, what I do want us to do is talk about the idea of cuffing season and how it came about, and like, what do you feel you're doing for the culture by providing these cuffing season events? Okay, so cuffing season came about because you know. I have some very good looking friends mm-hmm. and they have, they have trouble getting in or staying in relationships. Mm. So for me, as a recovering toxic myself, wow, is this a news telecast <laughs> in recovery, working on myself? I know that when you teach, you learn twice. So the relationship conversations are so that we have more fruitful, prospering, Sexual, oh. ambitious, romantic <laughs> couples with longevity. So I am providing a platform online with Sucker for Love, where we do a virtual speed dating on Instagram. Uh-huh. And then we have our in-person cuffing season, which, you know, is is um, a product of the live. So we do the lives. We do a couple episodes of the live. And then it works its way up. To meeting in person right before cuffing season, which is when it gets colder, and you need that special someone right. to wrap their arms around you, Damn, so, so you can man. sleep better. Like you getting some good dick these days? I'm so proud. Of you wow, shit getting ate on the top of a fucking wall in her bathroom. All right, all right. <laughs> the, the tile My is screaming. goodness, yeah, it's real explicit. The tile this is screaming. Is... So but I'm, I'm glad you manifesting that for me. <laughs> Period. So. I will be coming to the event today. Oh, um, I don't know out. if you checked your event, right? Oh, that's why you got a fucking haircut looking Chill. like. Nah, I got, a, I got a haircut for other reasons, but I'll be no, there today. No, and you got the fucking. Uh, you got. You got a. You got Relax. A you, got you don't. They don't need sheep to know. on. They don't need to so know. You got a sheep on right now. So the whole fucking black sheep is on this nigga back. <laughs> she seen. Let's see. He got it. It's date night. You got to come outside. Look at how you need to come outside. So. Can you give me a little bit of a preview and I guess for the people who the next time you throw this event um, of what the speed dating aspect looks like? Like what what are we expecting to come into? Is there a good amount of people? Is it like five minutes, two minutes you sit with them? Um, or do you have a whole totally different twist on how the it better, goes? The better question is, why should people come to this and not other people's events? N- answer my question first. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the um, duration of the conversations, it depends on how many people get there because, you know, okay. we have to have enough time to get as many people connected as possible. I got you. But, but um, so the difference between this one is we're going to have live performances this time around. Mm-hmm. So shout out to B. Morgan, Indigo, Breezy, who's my host, will be performing his hit single, Nutrag. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Nut- Nutrag? Nut rag, yes. Oh, okay. Yo, you heard the way she said that the second time. Oh. Nut rag. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Now, okay. will these will these performers also be uh, in the speed dating, or do they just perform? Like, like I know on live, you have some times where you have like some really 
um, up and coming, uh, pretty famous artists getting hooked up with either random people that call in or, <laughs> or there's some hookups between uh, influencer and influencer. So how, is, how does that wrap into tonight's events? Okay, so the influencers are definitely outside. I'm not going to announce <laughs> everyone who's going to be there. But yeah, so it'll give the same feel that the live gives, okay. where it's like, oh my God, it's seemingly a little bit toxic, but we're just opening and creating a space for unconventional conversations that will lead to more answers for why you are single. Right. <laughs> okay. So the influencers are going to be there because they are people just like everybody else, and they are lonely. They got, they got, they got money than some of the people that like them, though. They do have more money, but <laughs> do they have bigger penises? <laughs> do they have wetter? <laughs> we don't know what their problem is. But niggas talk we about do, me. <laughs> we do not know what the issue wow. is. For why they are single. One thing we do know is that I might have the answers. Come and see the feedback in the back. Make sure you pull your ass up. Right, right. My, my. I got two more for you, and I'm gonna let you go. Um, <laughs> damn. Don't don't tell me I just <laughs> forgot. What is wrong with Silver Dog? Like, what's, yo, what's, what's wrong? She's with different, you? man. There's That's nothing wrong with me. It's only what's right. Okay. Silver, you gonna um, you gonna pull up for our, our end of the year wrap up? You gonna you gonna join us on the couch? Yeah, I have to join you for the camp. Okay, so especially because you already been told everybody. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so Silva, where are you in the cuffing season uh, extravaganza that's going on? We are in October. I do believe the championship game is typically that's, February. Uh, yeah, cha- well, championship game is uh, actually Valentine's Day. Valentine's that Day, gen- right? Championship right. Day. So, um. I think most people around this time are at the tryout phase. Uh, yeah, tryouts mm-hmm. is happening, yeah. So are you are you ahead of the curve? Are you behind the curve? What's happening? Sometimes I think I am the curve, you know? Oh, shit. <laughs> I know exactly what the fuck that means because I know some other information. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to let you rock. I'm listen, let you listen. Rock. All I know is that I'm single. And I'm looking for a husband. I'm trying to get married. I don't want no boyfriend. I don't want no none of that. Mm. I want somebody who wants to be with me forever. Because I'm lit. Who I am right now, it's only the beginning. I can only get better. So why I'm doing the whole boyfriend thing? That's a waste of time. I'm old. I'm grown. I'm grown. Okay. I don't, uh, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I get I get it, but I, so listen, I'm gonna tell you this is this is this is the type of person I've chose to be. Okay. I'm gonna be the person that's seen like they don't got shit going on. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna come outside Mary, period. Because mm-hmm. I'm at the cup of mm-hmm. season. Just I'm going to cup of season. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll see you later tonight. All right. <laughs> okay. Period. Thank you for uh joining us. And um yeah, we we promoting this event. So we will definitely do is there another one before the year is out or is this just going to be in October. The next one will probably be in February okay. to pick up the leftovers. Oh, okay. shit. Okay. Damn, leftovers. And by mean- leftovers, I mean me. It's going to be me again. <laughs> and my last one, I'm going to let you go, is have you seen successful couples come from your your uh, events? That's a great question. Um, That is still to be, uh, still to be seen. Okay. No, in terms of longevity, that's still to be seen. 
All right, not right. longevity, oh, but oh. have have people connected and gone on a few absolutely. dates? Absolutely. Okay, that's yes, great. Yes, absolutely. So you're not and one thing about five, it, if they people. having sex. Oh, oh. People is having sex after this event. Oh, okay. They All might right. step out to the bathroom during the event. I don't know, but I don't. That's that, between y'all and y'all God. <laughs> okay. That's why nut rag. I don't have candoms. I don't have candoms. Don't not, have not even candoms. condoms. Candoms? Damn, what the fuck? I don't have candoms. I don't have candoms. <laughs> but, you know but we got that nut rag. Make sure y'all stream nut rag by Breezy Obama. It's on all streaming platforms. Nut rag. Because everybody head. needs a good nut rag. Silver, okay? I'm going to let you go. On that note, <laughs> we will talk to you later. <laughs> later, y'all. Thanks for having me. No doubt. What just happened? <laughs> And they think we bad. They think we bad. Yo, I don't know what that. Uh, that wasn't even an interview. That was like the fucking blimp, dog. That was. <laughs> well, um, cuffing season, a hundred percent, is 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 happening. Yes, and definitely in full effect. Um, I guess that leads into this next question. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't even. I don't even know if as niggas we allowed to have this conversation. I don't even know what that means. We, we allowed to any we allowed to have any conversation we want. So I'm a, I'm gonna play the conversation and I'm gonna return back to that comment. Okay. Let, let's 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 start off here. Who have been dating someone for six years? You take a 23 and Me test mm-hmm. and you find out that your boyfriend of six years is your brother. Like full, both same parents. Okay, they were both adopted. They ended up meeting in high school by chance. So this is how I know God has a sense of humor because why would that nigga do that to them? She says we have a house together and a whole comfortable life. It'd be weird if they do stop. They had family reunions and you looking at like, damn, I know my sister got good pussy. Gonna stay. Because I, mean, I mean, what do you do? You've already been fucking him. Y'all living together. Y'all been together for six years. What we gonna do? Break up? Right, like, every week. We done, <laughs> every week is some shit. First, the dogs was fine. And you gonna stay with your brother and keep sucking his dick? Y'all. Because they don't. They you didn't. need jail. You know that's illegal, right? <laughs> because I'm they didn't the grow up as siblings. But it's it's science. Bye. To think about all of this is insane right now. Shout out to cocktails. Oh. <laughs> it, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> How you uh, how, how you feeling? I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? As two uh, niggas, are we even allowed uh, to discuss this? I don't want to talk about it. Though. It's <laughs> weird. It's just bad. I got to. I hope I hope they my sisters. <laughs> I really I do hope they my never did nothing with. I hope they all my sisters. Though. Now what the fuck? I know for me. Damn. I'm gonna just say this. I know for me like that. That information is like Pandora opening the box. That information is like Eve biting the apple. Once you know that shit, it transforms and changes everything. So I don't know if I could stay. Do they have kids? I think in this scenario, I mean, it don't matter. They was they was fuck you was fucking your <laughs> And but like, I think there's a valid question to like, do y'all do y'all stop being a, Bro, a thing? Your sister from the back. Dog. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is getting uncomfortable. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? I don't. What you mean? Valid question, nigga. You gotta stop. You gotta just. 
stop. You gotta go to church. Something gotta happen. Nigga, play the clip. Nigga, you got something bad gotta happen because ain't no way I'm gonna keep doing this. Nigga! I know better. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Right, all of it. Cardi, everybody. Fucking bean pie, everything gotta go. It's we bad. must build before the back shots. Oh, we must no. handle the <laughs> business before the back shots. It is consciousness over I the cookies. It is politics over the punani. It is revolution over the romance. What the fuck? <laughs> Bro, just to even think about it is Bad. Emotional damage. A lot of it. Yeah. A yeah. lot, bro. <laughs> yeah. Same mother and father goes crazy though. I can see maybe one of their parents, and that that's still not a big difference. But I one of my cool. So you like my half, but you my full sister. Yo, that go wild we though. Got like the same blood. That scenario is wild. You're adopted. Y'all both get adopted right. by different pa- families, and then realize. And this shit probably happened a lot in the Midwest. I was about so. to say, in the Midwest, it happens a lot, I'm sure. And then y'all link up. Y'all y'all going to the same high school or right. y'all link up sometime later. In- y'all know. So so nobody saw a faint of resemblance? That, now, that's that's where it needs to go. Right, a, I blame the niggas right, around them. Right. A, a, a birthmark, something on the body. Not even in a private part. Maybe on a back. Maybe on the, the around the face, the neck somewhere. When so so brother, when you was kissing your you didn't really No 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 I don't put it on them. But okay. the families that adopted Some, them somebody should have known something. the families that adopted should have been able to say, Oh shit, wait, that's his sister or that's her brother. Hey y'all. Y'all actually brother and sister. Yeah, we gotta have a talk with y'all before we actually say all of that, but we gotta really break it down so nobody think we trying to break y'all up. Even though we trying to break y'all the fuck, yeah, up. like, y'all, like, y'all, can't y'all high school, y'all, y'all, y'all got to know each other in high, high school. school, which so the families, y'all, y'all had to have gone to a PTA meeting or something. So, some somebody went somewhere and 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 knew something sooner than later. So y'all just let these niggas continue to date. You until trying to they, tell me these niggas ain't bring each other over the crib at no point until they bought a house? How to get all the way to a house six years? Yeah, and nobody said nothing. Nobody says shit. Nah, the system and the parents, everybody feel like Now, I do understand in certain some instances, there is a lot of amenity in terms of who knows what. So maybe the adopted oh, oh, parents oh, didn't okay, know. Okay. I'm going to throw that out there okay, but, so that we don't sound completely ignorant. But? But, yeah, it, I don't know, so, man. Listen. That's the, a setup. The moral of the story is XAB, somebody knew something. And by the time they knew those, these two young people were getting more and more serious or more or more vocal about their seriousness towards each other, y'all can still love each other. You just can't love each other like that. <clears throat> then again, I can see them breaking up how that can cause a whole array of other issues. Like, yeah, after like, six like, like years. Men, mental issues is definitely going to happen after that. Psychological issues is going to happen. After six years is... It's tough. I think that that it is a valid conversation. I feel like I fall on the end of it of... I, that information would just fuck things up too much. I like, But I, I can't stay, though. Yeah, phys- Physically, I'm probably not even going to be attracted to you no more. Physically, like I feel like. physically it all goes out the water. It's going to be bad, though, because I'm going to be like, damn, I was really fucking you from the back. Nah, y'all need therapy after that. Right, for sure. like, for real therapy. Yeah. Um, I need to... Uh, I, I, honestly, I probably need to stop having sex with. If you the only person out, I, I need to stop everything and probably do a full reboot, a full reset. I, I'm gonna be fucked up. Off I'm that. gonna be fucked up for a few. I gotta get my six years back. 
I gotta get my six years back. I gotta get more than my six years back because I didn't even really have a childhood. Nah, that's that's some therapy that we we really both gotta sit down. Yeah. And before I end up in a crazy house. Yeah, because that could fuck somebody up for sure. Yeah. Like like that realization, even though it wasn't intentional or on hope, purpose. I just hope they had no kids. But again, six <laughs> years. I'm not mad. Okay, this sounds this is gonna sound crazy. Six years is bad. I'm not mad at anybody who might end up on the other side of this conversation. Right. If you've been dealing with somebody for six years, I don't know if I'm I'm that might sound crazy. But in terms of the not growing up as siblings, the si- she I mean the science part of it still lasts. So that point is valid and correct. But I'm not 100% mad. Okay, let me let me rephrase what the fuck I'm saying. I'm not mad at someone who might have a hard time transitioning out of that relationship. Like, it, it, I think that that is the best option. But I'm not mad at someone who may not just jump to that conclusion. They might need some time to get there. So, um, but yeah, that shit was crazy. Um, oh, man. Man. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do this. Y'all niggas need to revisit this album too. Uh I mean he was trying to tell us. That's why he was bitching a lot. He was trying to tell y'all. I can see your mind is this shit go crazy. This shit go crazy. Tension in your body when I touch you. This record really goes crazy. Girl, you deserve this, it. This, this I'm record gonna is dumb. Right into this. Right into this, my nigga. The visuals helped me realize how influential and powerful this record was. Yeah. I was like, and to think this was on the former album. This wasn't even on this album. Yeah. Somebody knew. Somebody said, why you why you drop the visual? Why you ain't put the video to this? We got a conversation behind that too though. Wow. I'm turning one, trying to live it up here, right, 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 baby. What is happening right now? Bring it up to my place. Put your push in your soul. Like, like, oh, we gotta make this. Uh, we gotta make this single a resingle. Yeah, this is on the other album. Yeah, right now we gonna we gonna resingle this though. This was on what? Indigo? I think so, bro. Indigo must be my favorite album. I don't know what you do. It was on Indigo. Bro, I don't even remember this on Indigo. That's bad. And I, 
Indigo had 50,000 songs on it. No, no, no. That was Heartbreak on the full moon. Indigo had like 20 something songs on it. Nah, Indigo had. Oh, I'm about to pull it up right now. Yeah, Heartbreak on the full moon. Like, both of them. I, my understanding is both of them had mad shit on it. Oh, nah. Well, niggas was not listen to that whole shit, though. Sorry. Indigo had 42 songs on it, my nigga. What? 42, my nigga. You're lying. And then Heartbreak had like 45. 45, right Cause I remember there was two of them he, he did Where it was like, alright my nigga So, you're doing too much and, and nigga, nigga, it was too much, I'm sorry Indigo was too much, I'm sorry I'm sorry the record had to cut like that It was too much, my yeah, nigga yeah, Stop yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but You got one He definitely got one From one that he from already one had one that he already had So to see the visuals, let me know. Oh, we got we got to tap back into it, and also let me know as you was just playing a warm embrace. That nigga got that nigga got heats for days. They ain't. There's no missing with Chris Brown ever. There's no missing. Here's what I want to say, cause that nigga going down as one of the greats. Ever. This shit, this shit is telling me one of two things. Wow. Either one, R and B is back, nigga. That's an R and B record, by the way. That's a fact. Yeah. One, this nigga's label said we're going to release the funds that we weren't giving you. Because oh. this release, this last release, seemed like the label wasn't backing. Yeah, of course not. He was pushing this more than anything. This was the first album i seen Chris Brown push like this in a long-ass time. Because like, I don't think he had... normally push it. Yeah, I don't think he had any support. Like, what is happening now with the social media posts right. and the new video, Right. this looked like the label is saying... I we have reconciled whatever differences, differences that we are probably we're was, going through. Probably was money, and we gonna release this. You got money. You got funds now for videos. You got funds now to um, for promotion. Uh-huh, you, you got, got funds all this now for for marketing to to push it so it's not coming out of your pocket. And maybe it was him sitting down because there was a time of bad press. I don't know if you remember around the release of the album where there was women again. Oh yeah, falsely yeah, yeah. claiming that he did some shit, which to is them. crazy because yeah, women were women were doing that, and that's why it took so long for us to get that album. Right, you're right. Yeah, there was a so, lot of that was a lot, a lot of um uh, accused rape allegations. It was about three of them shits. So I think maybe the label was like, wait, we gotta make sure all this shit get cleared up right. before we look like we're backing you. I mean, is the label wrong? No, no, they don't want to catch a lawsuit with with this nigga. We, Staying out of this Yeah yeah. So, so if you gonna put out a project Nigga you put out You put you, out a project You Not, not us With you <laughs> Now The flip side of it is The uh, nigga just was on tour Just was Oh a crazy tour by the way Huh One of, uh, one of them's huh? One yeah. of them ones One yeah. of them ones One of them ones So He either Got mad money from the tour I With mean, all of them Fucking thousand dollar uh, Meet and greet Nigga Drewski Cooked I didn't even know Drewski was the, the main uh, Host for the shit And he had mad Different appearances Chris Brown made Thousands of dollars On that tour Millions He made millions Millions yeah, I'm for sorry. sure Millions And maybe he recruited enough To be like Fuck the label I'ma just do it I'ma do own. it on my own yeah, And I'ma do it When I wanna do it Or The label realized Oh wait We started to devalue This nigga too soon <laughs> Because the label does that sometimes. I don't know if y'all know, but the right. label will intentionally try to devalue they, an artist. They start to dictate when they think your tank running out. Right. Right. They like, oh, you not worth mm. the $500 million advance. That you once were. Yeah, you you not worth that. You not that nigga no more. So you not getting that. Right. And this nigga said, okay, I'm going to go on tour. I'm going to show y'all niggas. Nigga said, you not getting that. Like, you not getting this. 
Listen, like, I could do a fucking meet and greet for a thousand dollars, and niggas is buying it. What are you saying to me? Because I really am him. But I'm gonna show. Let me go on tour first and come back, and then show you the receipts. Because I'm still, I'm still Christopher Brown. I'm, I'm one of them. I tried to tell y'all with the title of the fucking tour. I'm one of them ones, I'm nigga. One of them ones. I'm him. So, I think one of them, one of those three scenarios is what happened. Now, does this put Chris Brown back into the conversation of it doesn't matter how long or how it's looking for him? Because one thing I will say that he and I, in, in a weird-ass way, share, our resilience as a motherfucker. That nigga comeback game be real crazy, yeah, to be nah, honest. I think, I think in two or three years, we could be talking about this moment and this video as the moment we seen Chris Brown come back and reclaim being needing to be in the conversation of one of the top niggas. Yeah, because, again, we know this is also the same Chris Brown. There was a point in time where Chris Brown took a page out of T-Pain's book prior to T-Pain. T-Pain uh, took a page out of Weezy's book where Chris Brown was the number one feature of the year. Killing everybody. Any any record you had, if any had Breezy on it, nigga, you didn't have a record. That's a fact. And Real I think shit. that was on all that was on all genres too. And there was a moment in time, not gonna hold you, right. where it felt like Dreezy, Breezy, not Dreezy, yeah. but Breezy was slipping. Yeah. yeah. It felt like his his mantle, because you would talk about Chris Brown in the same conversation as Drake. Yes. Beyonce. Yes. Rihanna. Yes. He was up there. Yeah. Now niggas ain't really talking about him in the same way. Not breath. really, yeah. Not not really. It's not, it's not in there. We know that he's one of them ones. Yeah. But no one's really saying like, yo, him and Drake are killing it for the men. Right. Like, it's like, no, Drake is there. Yeah. Everybody else. is <laughs> just wherever they at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you follow the spectrum, nigga, is where you at. But you I know where he at, though. I feel like for Chris, he thinks like, yo, I'm supposed to be there. But whatever was going on, he wasn't able to get to that level. This might be the moment that starts to transition him back, back there. Well, I pray to God it does. And uh, congrats. Again, Chris Brown on a, a dope ad. The video was real fire. I was like, whoa. Now, that shit was crazy. That video was sexy. The lead was nice and char. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Get more dark, get more dark women in this bitch, man. Come on, stop playing. Good Lord, she was fine as fuck. That, that shit. Yeah. That, and it lets me know how much, how powerful that record, that record was OD fire. I was like, damn. Well done, Chris Brown. Gotta, gotta, listen, to the, gotta listen to the project again. Maybe not all 42 records, but... I gotta listen to some of them songs again. Fuck. Well done, Chris Brown. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna call this person. Okay. I don't know if she's gonna answer. All right. But we got we got a, bo- a bone to pick with her. All right. Let's see if she answers. I told her I was gonna call her. Hopefully she by the phone waiting on Tyrone. Oh, you know when to get to that third ring. Yeah, after the third ring, you ain't got the juice like that. She better call us back. Are we about to get this voicemail? Please leave your message. Yep. I hope she call us back. All right. Because we need to have a conversation. All right. Um, you want to get into Creed 3? Yo. First and foremost, Michael B. Jordan is a man after my own heart. <laughs> I, I, I have an interview this weekend where I'm going to be talking about uh, 
some of the things that I think you know what it takes to be an actor mm. and to be a thespian. Uh, shout out to my man Writers Block for sponsoring yet another interview on DTF Radio. Um, but when I saw the trailer for Creed, I didn't physically. A part of me was crying because I was like, "This is his first movie since the breakup, right?" right. And again, that last last time we had seen him. Or he was seen, I should say. He looked down bad. He looked down bad, bro. He 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 looked like an older brother, and he was like, "I'm not where you at yet, but we all been in love and heartbreak before. We know where you at mentally." And we didn't really even talk about that breakup as much as we should have. But yeah, we kind of breezed through that. That's true. We kind of just. I mean, it looked like it hurt, man. It, it hurt me watching him hurt. It. It brought me back to the risk of dating younger women. Right, as an older gentleman. As someone who's older, like, yeah, so... He's if, 10 years her senior. Right. He's got about a decade on her. Right. Now, in Hollywood, that's not really a big thing. Yeah, yeah, and even right. at the age range, they're at 25, and I think 30, he's about 35, 34, yeah. 35. Yeah, they're going to say that's regular. That's not... There's nothing too crazy nah. there. In my opinion, it's nothing too crazy yeah. there. But... There is a maturity gap between mm-hmm. those age ranges, and it's really crazy because in olden times, twenty five was seen as a very mature adult at that point. Yeah, twenty five was oh you twenty five oh you and yeah you supposed to have certain you're supposed things to have certain shit in mo in motion yeah. Men- mentally and financially, maybe financially yeah, and yeah. right and just like your career you're already in your shit. Now I will say, twenty five year olds do. Seem very immature to me now. Okay. Um, you mean that from a, a dating perspective, or just somebody who's just observing and you're looking at things, or you're you're hearing things, you're reading things, and obviously within like part of the population that you work in, you've seen certain things. You're like, yeah, I can see why this person is so acting that way because you you're not the the shit didn't click for you. It's an observation, like okay. I watch and I I'm around like certain yeah. like 25 years. Obviously, I'm not that much older right. than. Yeah, but, yeah, we we kind of right there. But the mentality is definitely different. Right. Like there the there are a lot of areas at 2022, a a 25 year old in 2022. There are a lot of areas, my personal opinion, where they are still finding themselves. It's crazy because they're still finding themselves, but we're all literally. Because we all have access to the same fucking things now, it's kind of tough to kind of even dictate who knows what and whose information is accurate or who's better suited to for you to be hearing it from. Would you rather hear it from a 25-year-old or a 35-year-old, which that's a social media thing. Yeah, and, and honestly... That's, that's, yeah, we're in a weird space with that. It is a weird space. I get what you're saying, like in the, in the sense of... Like there are certain things that I would probably prefer to... Hear from a twenty-five-year-old in terms of tapping into the culture of now. yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Of but course. when it comes to maturity, right, they don't got it, bro. Right, a lot, a lot of like what I've seen from a, and I guess when they started, she was like twenty-three. Yeah. So let's let's throw that in there. Yeah. Twenty-three to twenty-five-year-old that range. Yeah. A lot of people within that range, and he was just leaving his twenties because right, was, he yeah, was like 32, 30, 33. Yeah. Right. A lot of people within that range. They aren't as mature as you would perceive them to be, at least once you've graduated out of that age. When you're like 28 and you look at a 25-year-old, there is a difference. 
you can see a difference in terms of the mentality. Like, I don't want to make it bare bones basic, but just to put perspective in it, I was talking to my homeboy last night and a 25 year old is probably still interested in going to a club or a lounge. And then like afterwards, maybe trying to find an after party. Right. I, bro, already you saying that it sounds like a lot. It At like 28, I'll, I'll give 28, 28 and up. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to like, it is not interesting or fun or enticing to go to the club as much. Right, I'm not saying that niggas after 28 won't do it because niggas will do it. Niggas will do it, (laughs) especially single niggas. But I feel like after that age, it's like you've got the club shit out of your system to the point where it's not exciting. Like I remember there being a time where my boys would hit me up every Friday, and it would be like, "Yo, what we what's the move? What club we hitting? Like, are we going to a club today and tomorrow? Oh yeah. yeah, are we like?" Like, what's up? We got to be around the shorties. And I will say this as well. In 2022, I, I've been saying this, but clubbing is different. It's not the same experience. I was just about to say now, what's, 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 what's so funny is, <laughs> you could always tell the older niggas in the room. What's so funny is, the first time going to the club, my perception of the club was... It didn't matter. Watch this. It didn't matter if I had money or not. If my friends was going to the club, I'm going to the club. Mm, oh, man, you about to. Right. You going somewhere. <laughs> number two. This man is going somewhere. Number two, if if I didn't have any money to go to the club, depending on what club we was going to, I would find a way to get the money to go to the club. Right. <laughs> right. There's, there's no, right. you, no, I got you. Well, how much is it? All right, cool. I'm going to make sure I got at least $50 and then I'm good. Number three. I, me personally, I was not necessarily going to the club to get drunk and buy drinks when I was invited or going to the club with my friends. I was going to the club to be with my friends. Right. To dance with shorties. Right. And more importantly, have a fucking good time. Right. (laughs) That's it. Nothing else mattered. I'm with my friends. It's chicks. We wilded. That was moral of the story. There's nothing extra. There's nothing else. And and clubbing has changed. And clubbing has changed. That it, ain't the club. That before. ain't the club now. Nope. Niggas is going to the club to stunt. What up? Like, <laughs> nigga, we never did that in the club. We never did that. We had access to these things and did not give a fuck. Nigga, I was trying to see what's up with Shorty. Right. I was trying to talk to the shorties there. Right. I yo, <laughs> go to the club. It would be it would be me, two other niggas minimum. Right. But on a good night, it might be six of us pulling right, up to right, the club. Right. Yeah. We talking in the car, we playing music. Right. Yo. Shorty's gonna be looking mad good at this club. Right. Da 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 is DJing. Da da da. Like we was mad excited. We get there. You go online. You see the security nigga. You know right. he about to give you right. a hard time you know, or yeah. not. You know. You, you know. Once you get past him, you got a great. Right. Night. Right. It was always the anxiety of yeah. the security nigga. Of course. Cause back then, like now, they just let niggas in. They just let niggas in back. But back then, I feel like if you ain't have the right shit on, you ain't had the right shit on. You going home, my nigga. Here, nigga. It was. Oh, you got. You can't go in there with that fitted. Right. Is there somewhere I could put it? Nah. You actually got you 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 actually got boots on the club that says no boots. Yeah, so some niggas was getting turned away. Yeah, what you finna do? Unless, unless you talk. Listen, man, I got like you know I slide you extra twenty twenty five. You let it rock, and some niggas will let it rock a lot. Yeah, a lot of times some niggas was trying to pressure you. They was just trying to pressure you to do that just so that they can get bread because them niggas ain't getting paid that much anyway to fucking hold the door. They out there for three fucking four hours of this brick. Yeah, and you with your homeboys about to go on a nice to have a good time. Uh, Right, he outside though, and he upset. 
Right. He mad. He only getting paid two hundred a night. So you get you get past that nigga. Cool. You get up the stairs. The next anxiety that might pull up is the flyer said twenty. Yeah. But now you at the door and they talking about thirty five. Right. 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 <laughs> which which now. This is why the anxiety really kicks in because you had a certain amount of bread you, you had a budget to spend on, on on drinks. Right. You knew you wasn't just buying yourself a drink. You knew at least you buying at least a chick that you got. Right. There's at least two chicks. Two chicks that you wanted to buy a drink for. Drinks is gonna be between ten and twenty dollars. <laughs> you only got seventy five on you. Right. You gotta right. pick and choose what you gonna do tonight. Right. You might have to drink less and they gotta right. drink more. Right. Right. Yo, we potting. Right. Or, or this the next piece. Because this is before a lot of clubs right. And some of them don't even They still haven't transitioned nope. But a lot of clubs didn't have a cash app option nope. They didn't have a motherfucking Zell me option nope. You got to that front door Cash my nigga And it was cash And if you only took 40 out of the ATM That's it nigga That's your 40 Right you didn't gave the nigga downstairs 20 Right nigga you Now technically with cash You're broke So you better pray your credit card And swipe swipe Yeah it And and you you only able to They might got an ATM Some of them had an ATM on the side That's gonna charge you $5 I was about to say $5 Hard body If you go to a strip club We talking about 10 and up Yeah 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 So yeah Now, now you get into the club And now your anxiety Probably goes down a little bit Yeah Then what ends up happening Right You get in there You and your boys Hopefully not one of the niggas Because that be That'd be a, a downer too. Like if if three of your niggas is good, but then there's that one nigga that came out looking like nigga. You knew we was going to the club, yeah. So he got turned away, right? So so that might be a downer. Also too, if niggas ain't bring their ID, forget about it. Oh my I feel god, like they, I feel like they were way more strict about that back in the day. Yeah, because now you can show a picture. Yeah, which couldn't really fly. I mean, a yeah, picture, nigga. Yeah. Where's your ID at? Though, like if you had a temporary ID, it was a piece of paper, right? Which that's neither here right, nor right, there, right, but. That's, Cool. Get him out of here. So now, so now you in there, and then the, the next operation is scoping out to see what right, shorties right. is there. And that's probably gonna be one of the main operations for the night. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. you with your boys for a minute, talking, laughing, and then boom, shorty in the black catches your eye. Right, and that's when it's important to have right. that wingman. The man. wingman. I was to say the wingman. He's the most important thing <laughs> to you now. Figure out who that man is. Right. And how you gonna finagle right. either a conversation? Um, cause at some point you got to stop locking eyes. You you didn't lock yeah, enough. You didn't like, look at her like right, four times. Right, it's getting creepy now. Right, it's time. It's time to make a movie. Either you gonna say something, you gonna do something, or not. Yeah, it's getting creepy. Right, try to move around the club a little bit. If now you feeling like she might not be the one you want to talk to, just right then and there, cause that don't mean you gotta talk to her first. Right, you can always circle back around to her. That's a fact. You gotta look right. at the time. <laughs> my my philosophy was you gotta look a little bit important. Yeah. Gotta look a yeah. little bit important. So whatever you wore, gotta say something too. You can't just be wearing shit to the club. You gotta wear that shit. Yeah, you to gotta wear something that stand out. Cologne or the, the 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 ice on that you got. But we weren't designer whores back then. Yeah, I, de- I definitely. I feel like I'm still not, to be honest. But the new club era. Oh hell! Everybody's yeah. trying to wear what Chanel this, yeah, YSL that, right. Gucci this. What kind of shades you got on? What kind you of just had to right? look good. Yeah. Like so, you just had to know how to dress. Right now, you gotta look like somebody that know how to dress. So one of the one of my little things back in the day, I would go and I would see if we bumped into friends we didn't know were going to be at the club too. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. when I did my little scope of the club, yeah, that used to happen. Dap up some nigga that oh shit you here yo what or you know what I mean we might be regulars at this club so someone might the bartender might know me or the busboy might know me yo what up I remember Woodland. 
I got cool with one of the security niggas. So every time I pull up, that's the first thing Shorty's is seeing is the security nigga dapping me at the door. Oh, Woodland Woodland Nights was insane. Woodland Nights was, <laughs> and that was a little bit towards the transition right, of the, the of the club and when it was dying out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Woodland Nights was wild. Too. Yeah. I remember a couple nights with you and that nigga Swab. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Swab, Swab would shout us out. Shout out to Swab, man. Yeah. God damn it. But um, yeah, the club club life ain't like yeah, that no say, more. Because remember the other day, you, myself, and a young lady I was with, we went to the club. Yeah, we went to a club. You told us to go to, and, and there was some there was some nice was, things was in some there. Nice things in there, but overall, we realized that just wasn't our scene. It, it didn't it, feel right. It, it, it did, it did, nigga. We was at the bar the whole night. I was like, yeah. Once and once, guy. Once my once your guy says. It's time to go. There is no discussion. You tip, yeah. and you out. Yeah, yeah, you out. Yeah, That's it. it was. It was. I don't. I don't like the club, bro. Nah, y'all don't like it either. I don't like. I'm only in there if I got to be in there. If we doing something in there, right? If somebody, if it's their birthday, they want right. to go to the club. Right. If it's like if it's a, a big ass show, right? Celebration, maybe, right. and we just want to. We all want to link up at a lounge and go somewhere, but it's not like. My first thing to do for my birthday, what do we do? Laser tag. That nigga. was fun as fuck. And Damn, that was man, the fun. the best time of my life. Instead of sitting at a fucking table <laughs> with overpriced bottles. Scroll, and that's scrolling on IG trying to find something. We really about to get into this conversation because, fellas. Oh, yeah. The price bottle game is insane. I don't know what's going on in the club with that. I'm buying shit in my house. Fellas, Y'all have to st- y'all have to get to an age where y'all start to understand buying bottles ain't it how establishments work and when you are the mark and when you aren't strip clubs mm-hmm. clubs right. and lounges are designed for you to be a mark my nigga you will be broke off of one bottle my nigga one bottle with Henny going for a buck fifty and up but. It is specially designed to get money from you as a man. Oh yeah, as a man, because women typically, not saying they don't, women typically are not going in the club with the same intentions we are going to. We are going into a club or lounge or you know uh, one of the lit spots. Oh, I'm about to buy a bottle that costs two fifty. Women ain't saying that. But even the design of it, right? So when you go to most clubs and lounges, the design is is nothing but bad chicks That's behind it. the bar. Straight up, they might get that one nigga. That's there, and he's really there for security reasons. He's there if a nigga want to... To check get, a nigga. Right, right, right. right. He ain't... He's he not ain't, even really working there. Yeah, he 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 cleaning a cup or two. He don't know them. Right, right. <laughs> he really don't know them. But there's three bad bitches... <laughs> right. ...that are serving you. Uh-huh. And they have to be personable. Number one, they're, per, they're, they're laughing, they're giggling with Eye you. Eye contact, that's what, they, that's what they there for, and lip service. We went to go uh, see one of my friends not too long ago, and that's exactly Bro, what the setup was. That was, a, that was a good night, though. That, that, was, that was a good a, night. That was a good night. That, 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 that was a good Two night. bad bitches. Two bad bitches. That are laughing and giggling with you, making you feel All good. Night. And then there's a third bad bitch right. that is serving you hook hookah. Oh, that fucking girl. <laughs> Ah, Changing girl. the price on you every 15 Yo, minutes. Bro, I was looking at her dumbfound. What are you doing, mama? What are you doing? So, and then it taps into niggas' ego. So a lot uh-huh. of niggas go to the club now in 2022. This wasn't the case back in the day, in no, my opinion. No, nah, it wasn't. But now niggas go there to flex on other niggas. So I'm going to go get the bottle. I'm going to look like I got money. I'm going to go pull out $500 to pay for a $14 drink. Which is insane to me. It's bananas. A knot of, of money for no reason. Bro, the shit is $20. Bro, just take out the 20 that you got in your wallet and not the knot that's in your pocket. Nigga, why you got the knot in your pocket yeah. anyway? Like, where, 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 where we at? 
And you even more of them are marked now because now the, the killers and the shooters is looking at you it's like a mark right. too. The real niggas looking at you like, I bet. So we know what we going tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So you got that side of it. You got, they're tapping into your ego. So you buying these overpriced bottles looking to, to look like you flexing on niggas. You really not. You just look dumb because you spend extra money that you don't need to spend. And I think, see, this is the other side of it though, big bro. When you when you step inside of a club in a lounge, there's a presumption that you gotta spend money. Now, now, I feel like before it was it was it wasn't that because I what I what I just said. Sometimes I used to be in the club with you. Sometimes even with Flo, nigga, I would not spend nothing on nothing. I would just nothing. be there, and it'd be fine, and it'd be okay. We still having a good time. We nigga, we listen, technically we listening to music for free. If we paid to get in the door, that's just for us to pay to get inside. But we didn't pay to necessarily listen to the music. We just paid our entry fee. Right. We listening to this shit for free. Now the presumption is: Are you buying a, a table and a bottle? Yo, and that pressure is insane. If bro. not, you're broke. What are you doing in here? Right. Why are you here, bro? You should be buying a table, getting a bottle, and and figuring it out. If you don't do that, what you just sitting here bro, looking goofy? Bro, there's places that I used to go to prior to the pandemic. Nigga, you go there now, you have to spend a minimum amount of money and right. you gotta drop a deposit to reserve a fucking table. Right. Bro, it was never like I'm like, I don't like this game no more. Nah, because it's a mark game oh, now. Yeah, I don't like it now. You gotta understand it feel, it feel fake now, feel weird. Yeah, like like there's certain there are very small amounts of establishments where the woman is a mark. Right. And her very walking small. like infomercials, the woman is the mark. They know what they're they're playing off of certain things mm-hmm. that they know women Bad, will shoes, hair, right. all that. Yeah. We know yeah. that. And the way they're selling gonna, it. The women gonna fall into that trap no matter what happens. Nine times out of ten. Nine, nine out of the ten times, because that's what the fuck they do. So, but the club, they looking at a nigga like, oh, okay, cool. Once he get in the door, we about to fucking empty his pockets. Oh, you you food. Cool. Yeah, we got that. You so you yeah, if you want to sit down, yeah, you gotta you gotta get a table. Um, that's that's minimum one hundred and fifty. So you gotta get at least a bottle with the table in order to to get that. Right, half the table is what the what what the other part of the bottle is. So altogether, it's one fifty. Yeah, yeah, um, that's insane. When you go to the bar to go get a little something, shorty is is flirting your 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 fucking ear off. So you think you actually getting somewhere with her? But she just trying to get that extra tip. She doing her job, bro. I never forget the, the other day I was at a lounge that I normally go to, and, and one of the girls did something that she never did before. Because she was the only one there, she's not the one I normally talk to a lot. I, I got my favorites that I talk to all the time, but she had just so happened to be there. One of them actually got like got like really sick, so she ain't gonna be there. I was told for like four months. I was like, fuck. But the one I was just having a conversation with, she was talking me up to the point where nigga, she got me to do something I normally don't do there. And I said, this bitch is really good at her. I'm saying this in my head. This bitch got me to order fucking three fucking shots. I thought I thought two of the shots was for me. She ordered three shots. And gave them to somebody else? No, she took them shits and then still put it on the tab. I'm like, bitch, you said, dude, did I want to take shots? I'm thinking, I'm going to pay for my shot. You're going to pay for your shot or your shot is just free because you work here. I had to pay for all shots. Yeah, nah, she marked you. I said, wow. And that be some of the games that they be bro, playing, bro. I did, bro, I didn't even know until I got the bill, nigga. The bill said 106. I said, I only ordered two things. Yeah, like what happened? Oh, That's, there's three shots right? Three, sh- Bro, each shot was, I think, no exaggeration, each shot was like at least $15, $16. I swear to God. I swear to God. I was like, never again. Yeah, they marked you. And that's wow. what they do. That's what they do. And 
can't be mad at it. I just you just can't you just can't you just can't can't get caught twice. You gotta get smarter. You gotta get smarter. Yep. Yep. <laughs> now back to right. where this came from is Michael Jeez. B. Jordan. Oh man. That is the element of dating younger, right? Like there are certain differences in life. And I know for him, he's probably sitting there like, I wanna start a family. I wanna have kids. I wanna get to a space now where I'm okay. Um, and building a foundation and stable. Right. And according to the accounts that Lori put out herself, she just wasn't ready to settle down. You know, I'm going to just keep it 100, bro. I think when older men love younger women the way Michael B. Jordan's love was portrayed, we really don't know, but as it was portrayed, conveyed online to all of us publicly, there was a part of her in that that I feel like knew Yo, he wants more out of me than I, I'm actually willing to give him at this moment in time. But I'm going to see, based on what's happening, how far I'm going to allow this to go. So when niggas be thinking that they're in control, nigga, we're never in control. Now, that's the that's the piece, I think. And that's what I learned from his situation. Yeah, that's, that's the piece to learn right there is... We're not in control. I think he thought he was in control no. of, of that relationship. No. I think he thought, I'm not future. I'm the quote-unquote good guy. Here, I'm the Russell Wilson. Right. I'm here to take care of you. Um, I'm the biggest star, black star in Hollywood, up and coming. Up and coming. I'm I'm killing, I'm destroying box offices right now. Like, you would be dumb not to settle down with me. Right. If you don't settle down with me, who are you, actually? I'm about to make you now. And she said, oh, that's cool. Right. But there's still a couple dicks I need to sit on. And you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, and again, I'm not trying to say how long it should have lasted out, but I did say on this podcast, and I know people was killing me for it, I did say from the Jump Street, I said, it ain't going to last. I said that. I really did. I said it on the podcast, and I said it publicly. When they first got together, I was like, Michael B. Jordan, this ain't the one. I was saying that to myself, and I'm saying that for him because I'm looking, and I'm like, even though he's a bit older than us, we're, we're, we're in the same age bracket, you and I have seen this before, XAB. We've seen it. Yeah, we've we not we, lived it. Right. We could just look at him and be like, yo, we was there, bro. Yeah, we know where this is we're going. It. it ain't going where we all want you to go with her. And it looked genuinely it looked happy. Genuinely, yeah, he, bro, I don't think in a long time I was happy for him because where he was at with her, nigga, I was not even that in my personal life. I wasn't happy like that. I loved what I was seeing from the both of them. Right. Even though I really didn't want them to be together. But I was happy for them. I wanted them to be together, but oh. I just knew it was going to come to a close. Oh, I felt like something that possibility was there. Let me say okay. it that way, because okay. she did look very happy. So I felt like there was some longevity there. Right. It could have went. And maybe they will come back a circle around. And because when I say sit on a couple of dicks, I think... Uh, what what I really mean is, right. y'all niggas know what we. Yeah, mean. she needs a. She wants to a probably experiences, experiences before she actually decides if this is what she wants. Because this is the reality. It's not like women is going around. Typically, I know some do, and people joke about it. Women are going around choosing who they want to be with. No, women are choosing who they want to stay with. 
Mm. When we said we was potting today, we meant yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, we, women we are level. choosing who they're going to stay with. Men are choosing initially who they want to be with. Marriage is something that's a part of the game that's something that's sold separately. Because that's a whole nother thing in yeah. itself. Once you start talking about kids' marriage and you start to talk in that way, if both of y'all not talking like that, it ain't going nowhere. Again, he was the one who wanted it more right. than she did. And, and oftentimes that, that don't work out. Right. And that's not to say that she didn't want it. She didn't want it from him. And that's not to say she doesn't want it from him. She didn't want it from him when he was the one. Because he, he was the one that was the more aggressive one in terms of, I'm laying this down on the table now. So what I'm doing, this is the uh, trajectory of where I'm trying to go. It wasn't the trajectory we're trying to go. And I think that's what he fucked mm, up. You, this nigga potting. I this nigga is up. potting right now. Yeah. That is exactly where the nigga fucked up. Yeah, yeah, he fucked is, up right there. I think he put an ultimatum on yeah, the table. Uh-huh. Not so much of like you you doing this or we, we're nothing, uh-huh. but this is what I want right now. Right. And because you're not giving it to me, we're at a crossroads. Like, what, what are we really doing? Right. And she said, well, if this is what you want right now, this is not aligning with what I want right, right. now. And so because that's not happening, let's separate. And I don't think he was... He was there mentally where he was like, oh, shit, we, we, we breaking up over this? But that's what she, listen, and I think that's a mature thing to do. Yeah, yeah. What she did was mature. I don't want to be married and start popping out babies. I'm 25. I'm the hottest woman on the market right now. I need to see, I need to see how far I can take my brand, my career, and what I'm doing. And it's crazy because it's like right after the breakup, a few doors started to open up for her. I was like, yeah. Damn. And I like this, yeah, yeah. but is there something better than this? Is there something more? Is there more? And I think in totality, that's the problem that we run into in picking who we want to be with. Because when we're saying to ourselves, is there something more? We're also kind of saying XAB, this person ain't enough. It's, it is a bit. It's not enough. It's a slap it's like, in yeah, the face sometimes. It's like, yeah, it's, like a, it's like a thin line. It's like, I'm with this person, but is there more? Then this person out right. there for me. But I think the gray area is now this is what I'm about to fuck a lot of y'all up. The gray area is for what I want when I determine for myself, is there something more? Does that also measure up to if I'm also more? Are you also more for the more you say you want? Are, Are you more? Are you ready for that? And right. then the, the right. other part right. about it. Talk about it. Come on. Am I going to play myself? Oh, that. <laughs> that right there go crazy. Am I going to play myself by saying, let me go explore this <laughs> and then thinking that I can circle back to you when right. I've explored it right. and said, I, actually, you were the best experience that I had. Because the danger in that XAB is once you do that, there's two ways my life can go. One, I could remain in the same place. Mm. But the way that it's looking, you know what? I'm going to turn that pain and agony into success and joy. Creed going to be one of the number one watch movies in America next year. I promise you that. This storyline looks The storyline is not your average boxing storyline either. And it's not your average third installment. Nope. You know, nope. like... Yep. 
Traditionally, you by the third the one, like, right. it's trash. It's on the up and up and up going yeah, down. Like, like the first one is always the best. Right. The second one kind of gives you a middle ground, and then right. the third one they reaching for straws because they're just trying to right. sell a product. Right. They just know this franchise is good. Right. And let's keep it going. Right. That ain't happening here. Nope. This shit look well thought out. It not only is it thought out, they got two up and coming black actors. Yeah. Because that other dude, I forgot his name. Yeah. That dude is a, he got another movie coming out with a, a pilot movie, which is based on a true story. I'm like, nigga, he is one of the main villains in Marvel. Oh, bro, he's going all the way up, dog. He's going to be an Ant Man 3. Oh, shit. As the main villain. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, all I got to say is this Michael B. Jordan, you've gone through a lot. Me and the, me, me and the boy talked about it. You lost one of your best friends, R.I.P. again to uh, Chad, Chadwick Ballsman. Um, you know, Black Panther, you know, his, his legacy in terms of acting supersedes Black Panther. But Black Panther, for me, is the movie that told everybody else, this is the motherfucker to watch. This is the guy to watch. Number two, in losing him. Jonathan Majors is his name. Jonathan Majors, crazy. He's going to go crazy, everything he does. Um, I think in losing um, publicly, too. A relationship, you probably feel like you failed yourself. Because maybe you also had some of the same thoughts that me and the boys have now about you feeling like uh maybe you probably was telling yourself it ain't gonna work, but you were pushing for it. You you were hoping for it. You were doing all these romantic things. Shit, you had me, you had me and X feeling like damn, like we we need to step our shit up. I mean, probably not in the money fact, but maybe maybe in the creativity, these niggas buying Fucking dozens of roses on dozens of roses. Yeah, he was wilding. He, he was, was doing bro. A lot. He was wilding with them gifts, boy. Yeah. And wild. I'm not even gonna lie. Watching him do some of those things did influence me to be like, I gotta set my own standard. Right, right. I got, I got it because he he doing shit. He doing the shit that he want to do. Obviously, he got the money, but he's thinking about this person in such in such a, a high esteem. How is that going to make us feel when we start to date people like that? How are we going to start to uh, to feel the way we feel about them? And what esteem are we going to show that? And I've always thought about it this way, but it, it reinforced it for me. I want my dating experience to be special to that individual. Correct. I want them to be able to look back, even if it don't go nowhere. Right. And um, say. He was a great dater. Yo, when I when I dated XAB. We had some, we had some great times. That was an amazing experience. It wasn't for me. Right. Because we didn't end up together, but right. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed that moment in time. Like, so, yeah. I wish them two the best, but Michael B. Jordan, we're, 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 we're looking forward to supporting you, my brother. We're looking forward to supporting you. That brings me into this, though, because now, now we're about to switch the conversation, and it goes kind of hand in hand. I'm going to flip the switch. Experiences, and those are the guys that I've coached. I discourage oh, you from man. marrying down. Everybody does it. You're... Going along in life, here's the entrepreneur, here's a hairdresser. You guys meet up, this you, I love you, crazy. she moves in your life, you get married. Her lifestyle improves. Yours doesn't change. It doesn't go down, it doesn't go up. It, you know, it is where it is. If you go up, you go up together. Things go sideways, there's a hard break. Then there's a questionable dot, dot, dot. The way family law works and the way hypergamy works, it's designed to maintain her lifestyle at that level. She's not going to go back down over here. You're often responsible for maintaining that, depending on how long you live together, if you have kids, where you live in the world, what family law says. And you can avoid a lot of that, this is my lawyer's best advice, by not marrying down. There's a lot of women out there, if you choose to get in a long-term relationship to reproduce, settle down, have kids, do it with somebody at your level or higher, or not too far below that. If you do that, you're going to avoid 
a considerable amount of problems if things don't work out. This nigga went crazy. Yeah, the 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 that that right there was a fucking word, and it it, it really had me thinking. This was the first time that I was thinking about hypergamy in terms of myself. Like, do I even consider myself a hypergamy individual? Because I never thought about myself that way. I just thought about, you know, I'm a hustler, I'm ambitious. But am I? And I think what I gathered from that was I am. I may not be, quote unquote, on paper right now, but like deep down inside, yeah, like I think ideally when it's all said and done. That's the situation you want. Whoever you see me end up with is going to be where we're going to be on that hypergamy type wave where without even saying it, it's just going to be like what we do. Like, again, I've been talking to a whole lot of people. A lot of people has been knowing this. I've been on my workout journey for like a good four months now. Heavy, just crazy, going crazy with it. And one of the things he said was, as you continue to do this, this will no longer be something that you do. This will just be a part of you. This will be a lifestyle. And uh, what he's saying is that hypergamy shit, nigga, that's a lifestyle. Like legit, like that's some that ain't gonna be something you do. That's gonna be something that you're just gonna be known for. You're gonna wake up and that's just gonna be your life. Your kids gonna be in a certain school. You're gonna live in a certain community, nigga. You there? Well, like he said, I don't encourage that. Like I know that that is what's been pushed on social media. Right. I know that in some instances, people look at it as the norm in terms of. The man being a particular type of financial provider. Right. But as he pointed out and laid out, it does not benefit you as a man to put yourself in that position where you're making a hundred million and you are dating somebody that is making 20 K a year. Which is crazy because he, he noticed more than us. A lot of men probably in that predicament right now. And he, the way he laid it out, Right, you introduce her to a particular lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Y'all might be living together. You might have one child within two, three years. On that fourth year, you find out she ain't who you think she is, or she decides she wants to dip out. You decide you want to end the relationship, and now, based off of the different pedigrees of law, we see this with Marquise and and Fifty. Yo. You are now responsible for maintaining a particular type of lifestyle. Yeah. For somebody you're not even dating anymore. All right. For somebody that you no longer even consider your son, which is, which is insane. Which so, is insane. That's, I mean, and this is a different conversation, but I'm going to say it now. I don't want to date nobody who wants the responsibilities of a teenager, bro. Wow. Cook, clean, and babysit. Like, and before anybody gets me fucked up, I'm not saying that a stay-at-home mom is the same thing. That is a a conversation that a a man and a woman make Mm -hmm. in terms of where they would like their relationship to be. Because she might not be that forever. She might be that for the first two years. Right. Like she in her career path after that. That is something that y'all just excuse me decide on. As a couple, what I am talking about is the woman you come across and you guys are having a conversation and she thinks that introducing a man into her life means that she no longer has to hold responsibility to her adult 
obligations. And that is what's being pushed a lot now. Yeah. There's a meme running around that says he's not a real man if he doesn't pay for rent that's not in his name. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Or bills that are not in his I name. I saw that. I'm like, what type of fucking shit are y'all smoking? This is the culture that is being bred in this idea. And that's what I'm talking about when I say I don't want to date nobody who just wants the responsibilities of a teenager. Right. I'm sorry. Like, if that's your mindset, that you want to run away from adult responsibilities or you think that a man being introduced into your life means that you no longer hold any type of responsibility to your obligations as being an adult, there's something wrong there. There's a disconnect happening. Why do you think having a partner means you don't have to pay your bills no more or that partner is also responsible for now paying your rent and their rent? Why is that a mentality? That is like, I get it. You might get a nigga that'll do that. There are niggas out there that they feel like that's a flex to be able to be like, I have this much money that I could pay for her shit and my shit. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And if that's the lifestyle that you chose to live and you are accepting of and like in terms of your, that's a regular for you, I'm not knocking you. But a lot of people who making 30k 40k maybe even 50k are thinking that they meet another nigga that's making 60k or 70k that now the 60 70k nigga is supposed to somehow supplement your lifestyle now shit don't make no sense while you still make the same 50k that you was making but now somehow you think you're not obligated to pay for the shit that you are supposed to to maintain yourself as a fucking adult that don't make no sense. Yeah, yeah, that don't make no sense. So that leads to another interesting conversation. Um, I actually didn't listen to what she said specifically, so we're going to play this now and, and react. Okay. It's now where I'm loving me. Yeah. I'm not falling in love with ambition. I don't care. You got to be established. I'm a woman. I shouldn't have to put no nigga in position. Period, but that's the first thing a boss woman. You know what I mean? First red flag. First red flag, I'm out of there. I got a son who loves the ground I walk on. I feel like that was God. God gave me him for a reason. I don't need nobody. Don't put that lonely mentality in your No, no, no. If love comes our way, however, I don't know. I am at a place right now where I'm content. I make really good money. I'm good. I'm real, I'm at a place now. Okay. So the part that I guess people wanted to stick out in the headline was um that as a woman she shouldn't have to put a man in position. Um how you feel about that, D? My mother was the first person that put me in a position, though. Mm. A position to be alive. Like, That's a fact. Because she had a choice. She could have been like, I'm not going through this pregnancy again. I'm not her first child. I'm not her second child. I'm a third child. <laughs> I mean, like, don't go through this shit three times? All right. Uh, when you think about it, though, technically... A lot of women, depending on where you are in life, they have to put you in position. For example, consent is putting somebody in a position. Mm. <laughs> so if you are trying to talk to a woman 
or if you like somebody, just because you like them don't mean you're going to be able to like them the way you may want them to like you or go out with them or do something with them. They have to give you permission. That's putting right. you, that's putting you in a position. Um, I think what she's saying is, which again, we, we talk about this too, too often. She's talking about money. That's, that's what she's talking about. That's, that's why the headline is what the headline in is. In the gym, right? And I, because it's talking about, I shouldn't have to put a man in position, dot, dot, dot. We know you shouldn't have to put a man in position to what? I shouldn't have to put a man in position to make money because I'm making all this money because my son worships the ground I walk on because I'm in a good place in my life because I'm content. You wouldn't be saying all these things if you weren't. You're not content. You actually want a man. You want to be with somebody. The way you're um, talking to everybody at this table the way you're making it seem like you, there's a void and it's missing and you want it to be fulfilled. But you also feel like you shouldn't have to put a man in a position to make money. And I'm going to take it a step further. I think what she's also saying is the, 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 the overall end game of this conversation is a lot of women such as herself probably feel like they shouldn't have to put a man in a position to help get a job, to help get money to fill out a job application um, at a certain age. He shouldn't be asking me for any type of help. Um, and then these are also women by default. We talked about already who are now alpha women, not because they wanted to, because they had to, because there was no man quote unquote around to assist them. Daddy, you know, no man around to really encourage them. That was like living with them brothers. You know, they were dealing with niggas. that was constantly, you know, bringing them down, deadbeat baby fathers, people that was probably beating up on them, violating them. So when they get in a position now to get money, their main concern is a nigga that got money. Because before that, their main concern was fucking surviving. Mm. The main concern was not how much money I got, bitch. How I'm going to eat tonight. Mm. Where eat, where, where I'm going to sleep tonight. You know what I mean? And I think that's why by default, too, you got so much government funding and government aid for women because they know nine out of ten times women probably gonna be in a more fucked up jam and situation than men will men by default we we, we gotta figure it out we gotta get it out the mud we gotta man up yeah. right yeah no yeah. i think that i think that's a, a that point right there is where part of the divide is sometimes right because a lot of men have the mentality and i'm not talking about the the goofy nigga. we know about the goofy niggas right. that will Sit up in your crib, not pay no rent. I do nothing. Uh, drive your car. Don't put no gas in it. Like we know about those niggas. Yeah, and and obviously this conversation is it's excluding n- yeah, them. It's not for them. Um, but a lot of men are bred where it's like, nigga, if you in a fucked up situation, you got to figure it out. There ain't nobody you can lean on. Don't ask your mother. Don't ask your. You might be able to ask your boys. Yeah. You might. Yeah. If you feel comfortable, you yeah, might be able yeah, to be yeah. like. Hey yo, bro, I'm fucked up this week. Can you like um hold me down? Right. Nine times out of ten, your bro ain't gonna think nothing of it. Right. right? But you damn sure better not ask your partner. Cause in today's day and age, that means you broke. Now, what I think people don't understand is when you get into a serious relationship, I'm not talking about just dating a yeah. a, a nigga you just met. Yeah. I'm not talking about um some nigga you just fucking. Yeah. 
when you plan on being in a serious relationship with long somebody, term, we're talking guys long term. You actually love that individual more than a year, a couple years. You see, you gonna find yourselves at that crossroad. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be that one situation where you're gonna have to figure it out. Maybe financially, maybe emotionally, maybe spiritually. You may not be in a good mental place to deal with this individual. Where that that nigga gonna have to come to you. Yeah, yeah. And as your as his partner, yeah, you gotta be there for him. Your responsibility is to be there for him. So you might you might have a nigga that is up, and now he's down, and you do gotta put him in position. But bro, this goes back to that shit that Tyler Perry was saying a while back, and 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 you had read the quote online. It was basically the quote about. You got to be able to deal with me seasonal. You got to be able to deal with me when I'm up, when I'm broke, when I'm healthy, and when I'm, like, damn near sick and dying. You got to be with me throughout all these times for me to really, you know what I mean? And that's the only way you're going to know who you really got in your corner. And that's why dating is fucked up right dating now. It's so fucked up. nobody is getting to that level. No, no. You, you only get into the, the bare minimum. You're getting to the superficial level of yeah. does this person match my lifestyle? We define a shit on first dates. How, sway? How? If they match my lifestyle, then we we Gucci. No. <laughs> Is this person? And that's why I say partnership all the time. Right. Some of y'all might think because y'all think it from the superficial lens that that means I'm looking for somebody or I'm referring to people who are willing to go 50-50 on bills and shit like that. No, and, no, no, no. Nah. It might have to go there, though, if, you, it if, might, if you're in a serious relationship. Though. If you're in a relationship and you know that that is going to take the burden off your partner, you should want to do that. You should. It shouldn't be, oh, well, you know, if I got to go 50-50, that's my roommate. Then you don't really love that person. Nope. I, I, it's hard for me to believe you actually love that person if that's your mentality. But that's what the fuck that's missing, bro. Love? Niggas ain't even getting to that part. They saying... That they want to get to that part. You don't really want to get to that part. Look, look how you acting in the superficiality of, of what, what we're doing right now. You like that person That's a it. lot. And you like what it looks like That's to be it. with that person. That's it. But you're not really even trying to love this person. Nope. You're, you're not, not even try- trying to get there. Nah, you're not trying to get to know me on that level. You're not. If you see me in the beginning stages cry and you laugh. You're not really ready yet. You wasn't you You're not trying to understand. You why wasn't I'm really interested in seeing this develop, no. and that's okay. But come with come telling me that yeah, because yeah. then I know how to operate with you. Right. If this is yo, I'm just trying to see where this is going. Cool. If this is yo, we fucking cool. If this is yeah, I want you to take me out on dates and this and that, but I really don't know what I want from you. Cool. Let me know that because then I can make a decision based off of it. But. If we are talking like, yo, we trying to see if this is a long-term real relationship, right? and I start getting vulnerable with you, and you start looking at me like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? Now we in a fucked up position. Like, if I, if I tell you, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, work was really hectic. I had a lot of bills this week. I have medical bills, backed up medical bills. So can we just do something chill? Can we, you know what I mean? I really want to see you, but I don't know if going to towel is, is it yeah, this week. That might not be it. Maybe maybe the next two weeks. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like, can we just can we just walk the park and talk? And you look back at me and you say, You cheap. Nigga, this is a cheap date you trying to put me on. You ain't really trying to 
you're not trying to figure out who I am as an individual. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what happened to me the other day. You want to go to the gym, nigga? Cheap. And it's like, oh. <laughs> or the gym is an integral part of my life right now. Legit. I'm, I'm enthused about it. We talked about working out, bitch. <laughs> and I think that this might be a bonding moment for us. Yeah. But nah, I'm, I'm cheap because I presented that. Nah, I get it. But like you said, a lot of it goes back to these experiences yeah. with niggas trying to get away with shit and not being authentic about it. Right. I mean, but the, 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 the moral of the story is this, though. What experience, what experience are you really trying to have with somebody that is going to, quote unquote, be so mind blowing that you are not going to say to yourself, that was not a cheap date because what you define as cheap might not be cheap for me. And, right. and, and at the same time, I mean, let's face it at some point in us getting to know each other, you are going to learn. I'm talking about for me now, you're going to learn how much I do not even really operate off of money or don't think about it like that because we live in a world where you got to spend it anyway, whether that's me putting gas in my tank to drive to see you picking you up, whether that's me putting money on my Metro card, hopping on a train, either way, there's there, there there's legit transactions happening, but you're not thinking about it from that lens. You're thinking about it when we get to what we're doing, how much money is being put down on the table and then in your brain, you're going to um, figure out or you're going to draw a conclusion. Was that money, mm. was that money worth what mm. I think is going to validate how I feel at the end of this date? And that's crazy. And that to me, you are literally crazy. Like you, you should be classified as crazy because when you break it down like that, that's, yeah. that sounds crazy. Bro, it's crazy. And I'm at a point now personally where. Not only do I want to see the roles reversed, I feel like they will in 2023. At that point, you're paying for pussy. Right, right. That's right. what it's, it, it sounds like. Yeah. A, and we did have a shorty, uh, we spoke yeah, about this yeah, before, that, yeah. that basically that, said that, that her, her mentality was that, yeah, that, that's what dating is. It's right. paying for pussy. Right. And then once you get the pussy. Um, I don't know if fuck, I really want to be with you. I don't know if like, I really. And that shit sounds, sounds wild insane. to me. That sounds insane. Everybody wants. Everybody wants to end at the beginning. You want to feel how you think you're going to feel about me in the beginning of the date. You want to skip all the fucking phases that we might have to go through in the beginning stages of getting to know each other. You want the end result up front at the date. So you don't necessarily want to get to know me. You want to know how I'm going to be treating you quote unquote a few months down the line right now. And and, and you just bumped into something amazing there because you won't know that. Like point blank period. You you'll never know that. You will never know. None of us actually are gonna know. We don't really even know how this shit gonna play out. Because I might meet you one way. Uh-huh. You might say some shit that will elevate uh -huh. my thought process of you. Come on. Or you might say some shit that will devalue it. Right. Or you might do some shit. Right? Like, I might be dating you, and it might not be. We talked about, like, ideal, our ideal versions of whatever. Right. You might not be that, but I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? You got this trait. And then 
you might do something that might take away from said trait. And I might be like, I'm not really interested in this being more than just a casual situation. Or you might do something that makes me, makes me say, nah, this is, this is someone I need to take seriously. Like, oh, snap. We went to dinner and I went and I gave my card. And she says, but babe, I want to do the tip. I'm going to give you some money for the tip. And it's like, I don't, I'm not expecting that. I don't want that. No, I want to do it. You, oh, wait a minute. This might be a different conversation that we need to have now. Like you in a different bracket now. And I'm not saying it in the sense of, again, monetary. I don't look at money that way either. Um, I do know what experiences I want to provide. And sometimes, most of the time, that means spending some type of money. Right. right. Like, because right. I want to provide people with particular, again, like I said earlier, I like to curate experiences where people are like, that was like an amazing, I want to be memorable in some way, shape or form. Right. And I'm okay with that. So there's no issue if I take you on a date and I spend X, Y, Z amount of money. I don't have no issue with that if we both enjoy it at the end of the day. Um, My question to you is, though, because you kind of know where I'm about to be at in life in a few months. At what point do you say to yourself, XAB, to what expense experience do I want to keep having with these people that I do not know if we're even going to be talking three months from now? At what point do you tell yourself, you know what, I think, I think I'm going to stop doing this for the experience and I'm going to just do it deliberately to see who I'm at, like, like, who do I really connect with? I don't want to give them an experience. I, I'm the experience. Well, I think that that's the key right there. The mentality for me is, although I want to provide an impactful experience, I'm still providing an experience for myself. Okay. I'm not thinking about it solely about the other individual. This experience has to be enjoyable for me and that individual. And I think that's one place where people have to start dating from too, right, is like, when you put these dates together, you're not just dating with the idea of the woman you're dating, mm. but you should also enjoy the date, too. I don't even think men are thinking about it that way. And that's no disrespect to men that listen to the podcast or men in general. But I feel like a lot of us, we don't go on dates, bro. And that is the mindset we have. The mindset we have is do we have enough money to make sure at the at the end of this date, this woman has nothing to say but positive things about me? Even if she ain't going to say shit about me, in her mind, she's saying that about me. And the mindset should be, in my opinion, right? what is something that we will equally enjoy, right. she's going to like, and I'm going to like. And I'm going to like. And we go. So that when I come back from it, it's not the experience that I can point to and say, damn, that I didn't, I didn't provide in terms of me asking for the date. I didn't provide the best experience for her to be her real authentic self or or I didn't provide an experience where I felt comfortable because the whole time I'm looking at her like, damn, is she enjoying it? Is she enjoying it? Is she enjoying it? And now I'm nervous or now I'm looking at for the wrong things while on the date. I need to be able to provide an experience that allows both of us to be our true authentic selves so that I can take the information from that and say, I could bang with this person or not. Right. We go into Top Golf because we both want to go to Top Golf. And now I'm excited because shit, even if she a dud, I'm having a good time. Like right. I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun. But if she not a dud and we both get, you know, get along during this period of time, then shit. 
That means a second date. It's a win-win in my book. Yeah, a lot of niggas ain't thinking like that. Nope. Um, and that's why we end up in situations where the date is, is is trash or you feel like the experience, not even the date, the experience is dirt. Yeah, yeah. Because you didn't really, you didn't want to go to Teacups and Blossoms restaurant on Lower East Side. You, you, she, she asked you and she said, hey, we should go there. You looked at it and you said, that shit ain't for me, but it's going to make her happy. So now you sitting there and and the shit, the food, dirt, she's Damn. she's ordering. Fuck. You you ain't realize that the menu was like $50 and up for every meal. She's ordering whatever the fuck. But the food is dirt, though. And the God. food is dirt. And now Damn. you highly upset that you are on this fucking date. Teacup and blossoms. Don't kill us. A lot of niggas said the food was dirt. Yeah. Thank God y'all not real. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What also seems not to be real is the relationship between Latruth and his wife. Yo, when it all falls down, that Kanye West song, man. Yeah. When it falls down, who you gonna call now? Not the internet, because that's what y'all seem to call the most. And that ain't helping nobody. Yeah, and that is bringing, I guess, this idea and this feeling like, are y'all, is this a, not that is is this a real situation. Shorty I, took a lot of set the test. After you take that, I'm I'm like, well. It's a real situation, but. I think a lot of people are questioning if this is for clout for both people, which mm. is a weird place to be when that's you're a, talking about domestic violence. So weird flex. You got kids. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if that's what she's doing or what he's doing. Like in terms of clout, in terms of using this moment in whatever way, shape, or form. But um I think the sentiment from a lot of people, and of course people always say this when Crazy shit happens yeah. between two couples or whatever. <laughs> but the sentiment is there's always been something off about yeah. these two. Correct. I felt like that. I do follow the nigga, but I don't know how I followed him. Me neither. Like, I didn't, I don't think, I. it might have been like a post that I saw and I was and like, oh, this post is dope. Yeah, let, 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 let me get more of this post from him. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't like the content that he, right. like, sometimes he... It feels very clout chasey to me. Right. It does. And so like he'll he'll post something that he knows is is on the opposite side of a conversation and he'll try to word things to be very middle ground about it. And I'm like, this is a clout chase. Right. You you you're doing this to try and get more followers or whatever the case is. But um something was always off because I don't know him and I'm not trying to talk about him specifically, but I do feel like there's something off when niggas do things for clout. Correct. Like if you if your sole purpose is to put content out to try and get clicks, views, and likes, like that was my beef with Six Nine. That's partly my beef with Kanye right now. Right. I don't think he's doing it for uh, click, uh, clicks, clicks he just... but he's doing it at this point, knowing that he is going to get some type of outrage from it. Yeah, like there's no way that you can tell me otherwise. The 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 recent uh, interviews that he's done, he said things. And before he said them, said, oh, I need to come for me now. I know y'all going to mm-hmm. come for me. Like, like the, I know the, body going to cancel me now, but right. I got to say it. But know, I'm going to say it this. Re- I'm like, this nigga crazy. And then he's going to say, oh, I could say it because I'm dealing with mental health. Right. So it's I like, get to say anything I want. Like, nigga, what, what nigga? <laughs> now, now, now what are you really saying? Because you sound like an idiot. You really ain't got mental health. You just a damn jackass. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah you're an idiot yeah. now. Obama was right. right. Obama definitely was right. You're a jackass. Yeah, so... <laughs> This this clout chasey like culture that has been built and 
We are all responsible for yeah. I always bring it back to when niggas was slapping niggas in the store, or knocking down fucking uh, chips, <laughs> and niggas would, would find this shit funny. And the shit just grew into different scenarios that niggas now try to put online of what they think is fucking hilarious and going to get them clout and going to get clicks and niggas yo. is going to share like, yo, you see what this nigga just did? <laughs> yo. yo, he slapped the ass and ran. Yo, he grabbed her wig and ran. And now we at a space now where I guess the conversation is around influencers and influencer culture. Like, what, what are we doing where we're making these people famous and and what I guess what should we be actually validating or looking for when these influences come on the scene? Is it talent? Is it just who the fuck we like? We gotta figure out why they're really influencing influencing us. Mm. I mean, the key word is influencer. Mm. So from what Ever it is that they're doing or not doing or saying or not saying we got to determine for ourselves why have I allowed this type of content to influence me why have I allowed this type of content to sway me to think about something that I always stood on differently all of a sudden is it because I think what this person is now saying makes more sense than what I thought I was influenced by in the first place oh my god this nigga spent today <laughs> Or is it the fact that what it is that they're saying, I actually agree with it, but I would never say I agree with it. But I agree when they say it. They make me agree with it. I like how it makes me feel when they do it, but I wouldn't do it. But I like how it makes me feel. So I think the question is we really got to figure out why it's influencing us. I think a lot of that goes into the conversation about Kanye West. And again, oh, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I. I, I, I do not feel like talking right. about this man Gonna like in, in depth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But surface level, yeah. I think that a lot of it connects to to that. Like people are willing to step into some very dangerous territory mm-hmm. about religion, politics, politics, and race mm-hmm. because Kanye is making them feel mm-hmm. as an influencer because mm-hmm. that's what he is. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what he is at this point. Yeah, um, he's influencing some to feel okay with those same sentiments. Yeah, it's the Donald Trump effect, right? Not knowing that you are actually spewing hatred, regardless of if certain aspects of what he's saying is, may be correct yeah, or true. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm not discrediting. Some of the information that he is bringing to the forefront. Yeah. Or he wants to talk about. Yeah. But the way in which he's bringing it to the forefront and the way he's painting the picture, as I said before, is super, super dangerous. We've seen it before. We've seen exactly where that shit went. Not yeah. to say that he has that power yet. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we, we saw where that shit was about to go with Nick Cannon. Right. And that shit was crazy. And, and, a lot of people are saying dumb shit now. Like, a, again, it's saying about him, but a lot of people now are, are saying, oh, well, uh, niggas been saying nigga for forever and nobody had an issue with that. <laughs> what? Yo, I, I didn't know we was this dumb. 
Like I really didn't know as a as a human race we were this dumb. <laughs> that sounded so crazy. Bro. The people policing Kanye are coming from the communities that he is talking about. That is a fact. If we want to police certain words that we think are offensive, then it would have to come from us. Correct. We as black people are split on the word nigga. We are. Because one side is like, yo, it ain't affecting us like how it's affecting y'all. And the other side is like, yo, I'm still... It still hurts when you say it. I'm deep rooted. Like I, I do my best not to say it, even though I know there's niggas out there. I, you and Nico, never gonna hear me say it. my my great 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 ancestor was called niggas, right? And 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 that's where the divide is. So there is no one stance. Nope, nope. There's 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 two stances. <laughs> there is a unified stance. Yeah. Around certain words yes. that come from certain communities. Yes. They don't want to hear it. Nope. Or the people that. Are in charge of protecting those communities. Correct. Don't want to hear it. Yeah, those those agencies and Kanye knows this. I mean, let's go all the way back to when he told he told Peter tell Peter my mink is dragging on the floor. Peter's like nigga, stop playing. <laughs> we will shut your whole shit down. Yeah, you, you think it's a game? It's not a game. They they gonna start doing rallies and pro. Is that what he want? They gonna start doing rallies and protests? You are gonna see videos of more people coming out and burning Yeezy products. Stop playing. It's gonna get bad. So like a lot of what. People are saying is just it just sounds like y'all really trying everything to justify and make what you're seeing in front of your eyes make sense. Rationalize it and and make it seem like this man has a master grand plan. And that is the danger of influencers, especially someone like Kanye West. That is definitely the danger of Kanye West. And that's why he resonates so much with Trump is because. Trump did that. Trump got a cult following of people that no matter what he says or does, they're always going to land on the possibility that he ain't mean it in the way that the masses are taking it. He meant it in this way and everybody just got it wrong. Trump was never racist. He didn't do anything racist. He just kept it real. And it's like, nah, the nigga was dead caught up in cases where he wasn't renting the black people. Like, yes, he gave money to the fucking NAACP at some point in time, and he got a award for giving the money. That don't make a nigga not racist. All right, that's definitely true, because niggas could do anything and still mask it. Oh, shit. That's going to give me a tax write-off? Heard you. Definitely I'm about to do that. That's it. People people donate to charities all the time that they probably don't even fuck with like that. They're they going to donate, though. Right. You go and you donate to the American uh, Homeless right. Society. And then every time you see a homeless person on the street, you fucking grabbing your your purse and saying, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> right. Just do it all the time. All the fucking time, bro. Y'all niggas getting caught up. Like, y'all letting the smoke and mirrors trick y'all. People giving money to the American Red Cross ain't never donate blood a day in their life. And, and, and never and, want and to. never want to. That's real shit. That's the realest shit ever. Like, it, it happens all the time. Every day. Giving money to... The, the foundations that make sure that, you know, um, uh, orphans get, you know, into into homes where they're loved and they're cared for. You'll never donate a child. Uh, you, you'll, you'll never uh, sponsor to to watch a child or, or be a caregiver. Oh, you a might be your abusing life. your kid. You actually might be very abusive. You'll so, never, yeah. Y'all niggas get caught up with the wrong shit. Walking ass hypocrites. Kanye, in this instance, mm-hmm. wants a cult. 
Yeah. He's always wanted a cult. Uh, yeah. Sun Sunday service. Oh uh, man, didn't know that was a cult. Like that, that was, like this is why I've been avoiding. I don't want to yeah, talk about this nigga yeah. because like there's yeah, that was a cult. I was like, how he cultivated that so damn fast? There's a lot that can go into, and I don't. I just know that he likes that. Like I, I don't know if you saw the the interview with Pierce Morgan with the whole um, I'm talking boy. Yo, I was like, nah. He, he wants power, control, <laughs> and he wants a mass following that is behind him that is going to give. Him that power and control, and that's why he looks up to Trump as much as he does, because that's what Trump was able to do. What's so what's, what's so crazy is Kanye is a part of me is also like a part of me is looking at him like quote on, he's not as quote unquote crazy or mentally ill as we once thought he was. Nah, he's mentally ill but stable. Yeah, yeah, he's, I was about to say that he's mentally ill but he's stable. Like he he knows exactly. What he wants to say to the people he wants to say it to, but not the shit that he got to say to the people that he really needs to say it to. I think he 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 knows very well what he wants his results to be. Oh yeah, yeah. He he knows what the end result is gonna right. look like if he does those say. But he's like. fucking up along the way because yeah. of his mental health yeah. to get to end result. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The end result right now is I want to look like a presidential candidate. Right. So I'm gonna say into anything I need to to get there. I'm, I'm gonna take the Trump route. I'm gonna take the Trump route, and for. The, I mean, he he's overlooking the very, very important factor of him being black and Trump being white. That is a huge disparity, Connie. Huge. That's how Trump got away with a lot of his shit, and you won't. <laughs> uh, you, in case you didn't know. <laughs> uh, so when you go off and piss off everybody. That's what he's doing. Right. Like, you don't have the same power that Trump does in terms of it rolling off of his skin in in terms of him being Teflon because he's white. Right. Once I, listen, once I heard last night that Anna Wintour is pulling out of any situation, I was like, oh, yeah, it's over. I said, that's one of his best fashion friends. And that tells me a lot more than other people, I think, want or are willing to accept in terms of Kanye. All of the people that stood behind Kanye, right. even when he was doing the MAGA shit. Right. Even when he said slavery was a choice. Right. Even they, through all of that. They were still rocking with him. Them, them niggas ain't still there. Kid Cudi has removed himself oh, from Oh, yeah, him. completely, yeah. You don't hear Jay-Z saying a word. Nah. I don't know what's going on with him and Travis Scott, but that don't seem like it's right. Big Sean been pulled out. We we saw we we saw the drink we saw the drink champs interview after what Kanye said about Big Sean. Like whoa. So beyond the comments that you may want to believe in, you may want to support. You you have some like feelings or sentiments similar to. On a personal level, all of this niggas support systems are pulling away from him. Yeah, that says something. Yeah, that does. I let that lets me know you didn't have as much pull and grip as you thought you did, and you saying some wild shit. And you saying some some wild shit. Dog. If my brother has to say, "Yo, I love you," but this ain't gonna work for me no more. I gotta be off the fucking deep end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have to. Yeah, like I have, people been rocking with me since '08. The same niggas. And I'm doing stuff now in 2022 
that is making the same nigga that rocked with me in 08 finally say, I can't rock with you at all. And it wasn't even on my political stance. It wasn't on me doing wild shit. It was between our personal relationship. I'm going off the deep end. I'm doing things that are outside of character. And that's what y'all niggas is not understanding. Another thing that we didn't understand was Chica this week. (laughs) I don't even know where that came from. Now, there's a split between what she meant. Some people are pointing out. let's, Let's backtrack. For those who don't know, Chica had put out a series of tweets that essentially said, um, if you are a woman who is unwilling to date a bisexual man, you are weird and dumb. You're weird and dumb. Those are her words. And you're fucked up. Right. And like you don't make no sense right. and you need to grow up. And you need to grow. Yeah, basically she's saying that your maturity level is at an all-time low. You're on a low vibration. Now, some people have said because she did like that was the first tweet or the first two tweets. Right. But then it turned into a series of other tweets where she said, if you are a woman that is kissing another woman, Mm. if you are a woman that is willing to have a threesome with another woman, talk about it. Um, but you won't deal with a man that is, is in the same space that he would do the same thing. Then you, there's something wrong with you mentally. Like you, you have a problem. That's weird and that's dumb. Now, there's some credence to that. There's definitely some credence to that because I've said similar things. There's some credence to the idea of I can kiss a girl. I can fuck a girl. She gave me out. But I'm not gay, though. Now, hold up. You cannot be gay. Right. I'm going to talk about it in a second. Right. But this idea that I can feel this way, but if I date a man that also feels the same way, I have the right to ridicule or put him down or say that, you know, he's not a real man. That is where I think her sentiments hold true. Now, this is where there's a divide for me. Everybody has a right to what their their sexual preference is in terms of a partner. Right. It may be a turnoff for you to see your man. Get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) Yo, why did you say... single individual right now. Oh, why you gotta say it like that, bro? Fuck. It oh. may. Oh my god. Police! Help! Police! Help! It may be a turn off for some women <sighs> to see they man get a dick. Like, I get it. I understand that. Oh my god. I can't tell nobody if they don't mind getting a pussy ate or eating pussy. That the visual of seeing their partner and their partner being a man being fucked or sucking a dick or whatever the case is, I can't tell them that that's not supposed to turn them off. <laughs> like, I can't tell them that. They either okay with it or not. They either like it or not. I can't yeah. say, well, because you eat pussy, you better like watching this nigga suck a dick. I can't do it. Can we play Boosie? <laughs> 
Put your pussy lips on live. I'll give you a thousand dollars. Okay. That that's one. Yo. The second, I guess, more intellectual stance Yo. from me is oh by the definition of the LGBTQAI plus community. Yeah. And I think what makes sense to me as well. Right. Sexuality exists on a spectrum. Right. So let's talk about the most extreme, like heterosexual person. Right. That extreme heterosexual person might tell you, I only want to see, do, feel anything sexual with someone of the opposite sex. I don't even watch porn that show too much dick. Right. That's yeah. that's a nigga on the extreme, nigga on the extreme spectrum, heterosexual yeah. side of things. I'm pretty sure there's niggas out there that do not watch porn for nothing. Right. I'm I don't want to see another dick. Nigga, I'm the porn. That's I, that's what they telling themselves. I might feel some type of way seeing my son's dick while I'm changing his diaper. Like that's the extreme niggas. That's too extreme for me, dog. <laughs> that is too extreme. That's too extreme. But there might there are some niggas out there. Yo, my son can't sit on my lap. There are niggas like that. You you goofy. Wait, what? You goofy, oh, but I get it. I've never met those niggas in my oh, life. Oh, I've I've heard niggas say dumb shit. Um, they seen pictures. I there was a while ago. There were pictures of like men kissing their sons. Yeah, and a lot of niggas under the comments like, "Yo, y'all uh, emasculating your sons and weird shit." To uh, me, that's weird. All right, bro. That's a lot. But I'm not. That's your. Right. That's who yeah, you are. That's, that's who right, you are. Right, right. You extreme for me though. Right. Thanks. Now further down the line, right? right you right. might have some niggas. They don't mind seeing a dick. Right. On on porn, right. they, they they um every once in a while they'll look at a girl actively give a head and they'll be looking at her go up and down on the deck. Right, so that's still heterosexual. Right, but but it's further from dumb niggas. Right, the extreme niggas who on, don't want to see it at all on or, the spectrum or, 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 or very far few in between. And then you go further on the spectrum, right. and this might be this isn't bisexual yet. Right, you almost there, but it's it's closer to that spectrum where it's like to, yeah, I'm curious about. Sucking a dick. Right. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but hey, it crossed my mind once or twice. Right. Right. Then you got the niggas that are bisexual. Right. Like, I don't mind a dick in my mouth every once in a while. Yeah. I might might suck a dick before I actually fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's how the spectrum works. Okay. So, the nigga... Even before that, though, let's let's put another plot on the the timeline. There might be a nigga... That is like, I don't mind having sex with another man in the room. I don't mind watching the man fuck you. Right. Like, right before I fuck you. Right. And I don't mind fucking you together with another man. Right. Well, both of us could tag team you together. He could be inside your mouth, and then I could be inside your ass. Then further down that is, <laughs> I don't mind interacting with a nigga in a threesome scenario. Right. I don't mind helping out. Oh, he need his back blown out too? I got him on it right now. But I would never go and have a boyfriend. Right. I would never go seek a relationship with a man. Which is the same thing if a girl let another girl eat her out during a threesome situation scenario, and she comes out of that, and she's unfazed by still wanting a woman in a um, intimate way outside of just sex. Right. She might not want to be with her. She might not really like girls. She likes to act, though. There's people like that. They like the act of it. They don't like the person. I'm going to engage in this act. Right. And that is where, Chica, unfortunately, That's, I can't yeah. stand with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you can't, you can't tell people that they're weird and dumb 
because they land somewhere in the middle of the spectrum. Right. Where maybe they like to get shit done to them, but they don't want to see their part. That's that is their stance. Yeah, yeah. It it on a intellectual level may not make that much sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might it might I, not. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. It may it, it is a well why? You know, the 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 problem is though XAB and again obviously you know this this is coming from the guy that does you know erotic events this is the guy that this is this is coming from the guy that does erotic poetry you 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 kind of get to a point in an understanding where when you talk to women about certain things or when you're around certain conversations or when you are engaged there's not much intellectuality that's tied to sex unless you feel like your sex is on some intellectual shit. Mm. Because I think when people say sex ain't that deep or when they say sex is deep, that determines on who you're talking about. If they think their sex is on some intellectual spiritual shit, because there is some women that I've had conversations with and they told me straight up, I would not have sex with you because you are not sexually mature for you. You were not spiritually mature for me. Mm. And I'm like, whoa. So when it comes to sex, yes, that spectrum does exist that you just spoke about. We know, we know it exists, but there's also a, there's also a different level of the spectrum when it comes to spirituality as it pertains to sex. Well, now we start landing into the pan. Yeah. 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 Realm, yeah. Yeah. Right? Now, yeah. Now we on a pan uh, spectrum. Yeah. Right where it's like you physically or whatever you are physically, right? But spiritually, you down here, so right. This ain't touching my my pussy at no call at no and no. You could be the last person on faith. No, yeah, nah. Or yeah, you a woman and I'm a woman, but your fucking energy is so vibrant and amazing that I want to experience what that energy feels like. By default, I'm attracted to your energy. Yeah. Yeah. So sexual stuff is on the table. Yeah. Because it's your energy that I'm attracted to. Right. Energy is radiating to me. Now, I'm not in certain subgroups. So I don't really I don't want to speak for nobody. But that's my current understanding. Yeah. 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 I had a uh around the time when I was heavy in the poly shit, I did have a few people uh ask me question. Women was like, yo, so if we having a threesome and the man is there. Let's say I told you I want the man in there. Would you fuck with the man? And I remember at that time, I know I said on this podcast, I don't know. Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. Now I can comfortably say I wouldn't because I feel like what I was going through was I was going through a very um, explorative time mm. during me trying to figure out if I wanted the poly shit or not. I knew I wanted poly. I didn't know what type of poly I wanted. Right. What you would be comfortable what with I would in be that realm. With in that realm. And not to say that be just because I didn't experience that. I, I didn't experience um, men, uh, uh, me, a dude, and a woman. However, what I did experience was I, do, I, did, I did experience me fucking a chick and then a nigga fucking her right after or a dude fucking a chick and then me fucking a girl right after. I experienced that. What I can say is I know definitively I want pussy, swissy all day. Swissy pussy. That's that's what I know I want. Gotta get we gotta get applause clip one day. I know that's what I especially applause clip. Oh my goodness. Um and what I can say is this when it comes to having sex, 
how you think about sex and what you determine as gay, straight, bi, pan, that's also going to be solely tied to the experiences that you have had with sex and the people that you're having that experience with because there could be somebody that has had all different type of uh, sexual experiences with all different type of people, not just you, but probably with objects, probably uh, with playing with themselves, because that is that is a form of sex. Um, people um, going in and out of them, so maybe like a threesome that turned into a foursome, or maybe they went to a swingers party, but you probably don't fall on that spectrum because all your sex was probably limited to was just having sex with one person in a current moment. And and I think that that's an important piece is like, there are certain things that you're speculating about yeah. as, as a, if you have a hard stance that you've never explored, whatever. And right. I'm not like, I'm not saying that's, that's wrong at all. Right, Cause yeah. that's where I am. Like yeah, yeah. Certain <laughs> shit, there's certain a hard shit. No, by it's not happening. definition, it's just like, nah, I don't even, I'm cool. I don't even want to go down that road. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Right. That highway? Nah, I'm, 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 I'm take the back okay. Road. Right. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. But if we're being honest, it's right. speculation, right? You don't know. You might have a hard stance about niggas doing ass shit or, or women doing ass shit to you. Right. Right? And you might be really like, nah, I don't want that. But until you experience it, you might... You might experience it and be like, oh, shit, this is kind of something I like. And it's crazy because it took my friend the other day, shout out to Cece, to make me realize my first sexual experience with my ass being played with a woman, that was not actually something that I really consented to. Yeah, we had spoke about that like yeah, two episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, and she she dead, she dead told me like, yo, she, she said, yo, Malek, you know you were taking advantage of, right? I was like. I was I was hesitant to say it to her. I was like, I was like, yeah, you're right. She said, just because you liked it, don't mean you wasn't taken advantage of. And I was like, oh, and yeah, right. I mean, there, there's a deeper conversation to be had there. She said, because she was like, did you ever do that before? Did you ever think? I said, I never thought about that. But she was like, she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. That she said that was more for her than it was for you. She wanted to do that to you. And maybe the intent wasn't malicious. No, I don't think it was. But at the end of the day, if it was reverse. Oh yeah, if it was reverse, nigga, I would, nigga, I'd be a whole different conversation. Oh, nigga, I would probably have to stay there and, and wait to get processed to go to bookings. And she, I don't mean to laugh at that, but right, she was older too, so I, I would have been in a by whole, a lot. You yeah, said, by, nigga, by almost almost twenty years. So yeah, that yeah. is that is where the conversation of older right. dating younger, yeah, can that be predatory? Yeah, right. Like there's some convolution there, but. In the sense of she's experienced, she's older, she knows certain things, um, and you would presume that she would know better in terms of how to deal with somebody in the bedroom yeah. in terms of consent. Yeah, because, again, the, the verbiage, and, you know, God strike me in from lying, the verbiage was as she was, like, touching my ass, everything was cool until she started putting her finger. And I was like, yo, what? like, I started to jolt in the bed. I was like, what are you doing? And I was looking dead at her. It wasn't like... What are you doing? I was looking at her face. I'm on top. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Right. She, she's like, calm down. I was like, yo, what are you doing? She's like, relax, baby. I got you. I still didn't say yes. I still didn't say no. I just stopped and just let her do what she did. And then that was it. And then that was kind of like where that ended. And it's crazy because we never had sex again after that. Yeah. And I'm sure. It's so cool, though. I'm sure even though. 
you're able to talk about it. And this yeah. is this episode five. I ain't call it. <laughs> but even though you're talking about it, there might be some I won't call it trauma, but there might be some things to unpack yeah, 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 about yeah. that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, because yeah. maybe you didn't necessarily feel like something was taken away from you at that moment in time, or maybe right. you don't even feel like that now. Right. But there also might be a part of you that felt like agency was taken from you. Right. And what does that mean for you in terms of sex in general? Seeing that was one of your first sexual experiences where something like that happened. Yeah. Is that still something that's haunting you? And haunting is, is like a powerful word to yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. In this. But yeah. is that something that's still on your mind? Yeah, is it like is it like a daunting feeling every time I'm in the bedroom? Yeah, is yeah. it in the background when you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there might be something to explore there. Right, right, right. Um, But yeah, we got to consent. That's key with all of this shit, man. Consent is key. And it's... But, man... This might sound wrong if you're not listening with intentional ears, but consent is a growing process, I think, sometimes with two individuals, especially when you're learning someone in the bedroom. Too often now, I think, because there are people that are doing atrocious things out there, taking advantage, doing like horrible things to people, you know, we we don't want to have too much of a conversation about it. But when you're having initial sexual experiences with individuals, you're learning what they like and what they don't like. Yeah, facts. So sometimes, and I said this before, sometimes a boundary may be crossed without you knowing that it was crossed. And what should happen is a conversation. Now, naturally, if a boundary is crossed and you don't feel comfortable for safety reasons, to have a conversation, then that's a whole nother scenario. And we're in a different realm. But there might be, oh, well, I'm used to giving people hickeys in the bedroom. So I go and I'm kissing on shorty and I bite on her neck. I leave a little hickey. And she does not like that. And now the next conversation is, hey, I told you not to leave a hickey on me and you left me a hickey. That actually happened to me where in the reverse, where I was dealing with somebody and they left a hickey on my neck after I told oh, them, yeah, do think, not yeah, put a hickey on my neck. Yeah, yeah I think I had, yeah, you told me about that. I was like, yo. I got to go to work, the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, yo, I got to go to work. I ain't trying to fucking. Can't be fucking, looking like this. You could get a write-up for that shit. Yeah, I, I, I work in a school. Right. I, that's unprofessional. Come on, stop. I can't have a hickey on my neck. I ain't got Vaseline either. You ain't got that shit. I can't cover this shit up. I got to work tomorrow. And you still gave me a hickey. And it's like, yo. I ain't saying you a bad person or nothing like that, but you did violate what I told you not to do. I I, I thought I put up a boundary and you clearly was like, up over the fucking hump. Yeah, I'm going to hop, skip and jump over this bitch. It's not a cartoon, bitch. (laughs) It's real life. So like, yeah. Now, was I like, oh, my God, like she violated me? No. Right. But it had to be a conversation. Had to be something that and things like that in sex happen. And I don't want to deem like vilify or, or demonize somebody that does something in that in that category. However, again, there are other instances that added to those, right, where now the conversation steps away from it being oopsies in the bedroom to taking advantage of to rape. Yeah. And now we're talking about other shit. So 
Yeah, Chica. Um, can't really stay, stand with you on this one. I get your point. Um, and I get what you're saying, but even under the the more progressive understandings of sexuality, what you're saying doesn't add up because people land on different areas of the spectrum, and that's okay. And that may mean that they like something themselves, but don't necessarily like that for their sexual partners. Um, and it's it's <coughs> on a rational level, maybe a little bit hard to understand and to deal with and maybe even feel like it's acceptable or okay. Right. But it also does make sense. Like like we already said, like I I can love getting my pussy ate by another woman because something about that gets me off, but I don't want to see my male partner, which I'm actually heterosexual. Like I am physically attracted to men. So I'm not really sexually attracted to women like that. I like them, but to a certain degree, like maybe it's just all physical. So something about seeing long hair down there, eating my pussy. Ooh, I like that. But again, I don't ever see myself settling down with a woman. I don't ever see myself dating a woman. Um, just sexually, I, I'm with it. But I don't want to see my man doing the same thing because that doesn't sexually arouse me. That doesn't put a, a positive uh, taste in my mouth. Contradictory and hypocritical? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of sexual spectrums, right. it makes sense. Yeah. So um, let's jump into politics and get the fuck up out of here. Um, COVID, Boston University was being accused of creating a COVID that was 80% kill effective in mice. Have to make that um, clear that it was in mice. They don't really know, I guess, how that translates to humans, but I presume it's similar. Um, they denied it. Um, my only problem was the article that I initially saw it on had like false or weird information in it that was never clarified. And according to what I know, I don't know if you know anything different, but I think, yeah, I think we read the same shit. The shit basically was saying how the start of the pandemic was because COVID was created in a lab in Wuhan. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's That was not confirmed. That is definitely what I read. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was reading that shit with the, with, with the screw face. Like, wait, for, when? That was never right, confirmed. Right. I was like, when as, was this as, really confirmed? As yeah. like, all right, this is actually what happened. That was speculation. I know that there, was, there were like two theories running around when it came to COVID. It was yeah. that it naturally occurred in that marketplace where the first uh, ground zero patient um, caught it. It was, I think, a transfer of a bat or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that person got sick with it. And it was a naturally occurring virus. <laughs> However, at the same time, there were labs in that same area that were experimenting on it, but experimenting on on uh, what you call it strands. Um, shit, what's the name of it? SARS? SARS yeah. strands, and that there was speculation that this could have been a lab created virus that got out. That yeah. broke out, but there was never a confirmation that it came from the Wuhan lab. So that already put me on like a, I don't know how much I'm supposed to take from this fucking article. Um, but I also don't put it past niggas are going to experiment on COVID. Niggas is definitely going to experiment. Come on now. 
Like niggas, whether it's on the positive end of it or on the the negative end of it, that's just where we at with it. <clears throat> niggas is going to try and figure out this virus. It could be, oh, this spike protein, it adheres to cells this well. What if we put? I mean, they've been doing this a lot with sickle cell. What if we put HIV virus in this particular new virus, attach it to a cell, it injects the RNA and changes the way the cell operates. And now you don't have sickle cells anymore. That's what they've been doing. I don't know if y'all know, we spoke about it on this podcast before, but there's experiments like that happening right now with HIV viruses. So they probably going to do the same with that. And then you're going to have some niggas that's like, well, what if we take the Omicron protein, which makes COVID highly contagious, and the OG COVID, which mm-hmm. is what's apparently happened in this, and put it together, because the OG COVID, everybody knows at this point, is the most deadliest one. Right. These newer strains don't really kill. They just right. give you a mild cold. Right. That first COVID was killing everybody. We, we know that. Right. It, Italy knows that. So let's put the two of them together. And let's see what the fuck happens. It's going to be niggas doing that. <laughs> so I don't put it past them. Boston says they were not doing that. They were not engaged in those activities. I don't, I don't know. That's where I land on it. it I, I will, I'm not so far ingrained in following what <laughs> the authorities say that I can't question <laughs> if niggas is doing that or not. Right. And I'm also not down the conspiracy rabbit hole where I don't see mis information in an article and i just overlook it and say oh well this has to be true right um set it off for me i'm good on that <laughs> facial recognition uh man i i hate this shit this is probably one of the most this is one of the this is one of the most technological advancements i'm like i don't know if I'm i don't really like ready it for this i don't know if I was, I was never really ready for it to be honest me either i was hoping <laughs> that as a society we would fight against it right um but we're not nope we're losing more privacy by the day. Um, however, there are technologies now that niggas is making, which I fuck with, that fuck with facial technology. And there's fashion houses now making different, like, uh, designs, clothing designs that fuck with facial technology. Mm. Facial, facial rec- recognition technology. And I bangs with that, too, because, D, we can't live in a world where at any moment in time, somebody can just look you up and find where you are. That is a level of trust I'm not willing to give up. Sheesh. That puts in a program, look for this face, and they can just find you. Oh, that's wild. Oh, you was caught walking across the street 10 minutes ago. I mean, we're already here, but the technology ain't at the level that they're trying to make it. I mean, one yeah, they're they, they going to get it there. It's going to get to a point where it's like, all right, word. Oh, you spoke to so-and-so, word? Let me see if I can pull up their number by their face. It's going to be a memory bank. It's going to be a list of numbers you had in the past. And you're just going to pick from that plot and boop, yeah, I got your number. Yo, where XAB at? Hmm. <clears throat> Let me just put his face in the system. Oh, he just walked into his office five minutes ago? Oh, all right, cool. Send the drones. Dangerous, very de- in the wrong hands, very it, deadly. Actually, yeah. yeah, deadly. Yeah, yeah. And we're getting to a point where deadly drones 
It's probably already there, but somehow we just been lucky. This is going to work in the favor of niggas killing people and trying to rob niggas. Deadly drone. You can you can program a drone to be deadly. Yeah. They're doing it in the military, but oh, there's some it. nigga that can sit at home right now and program the shit yeah. to recognize a nigga face and just start shooting. Some nigga that's really, really, really down on his luck, but that nigga is like, I'm going to use my educational tactics for evil. It's over. Yeah. I was getting bullied in school. Now I'm about to get all my bullies. I'm about to just pick them off the but Not even me. My drone going to do it. I'm going to just have the headset on. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, there's niggas home right now doing it. Plotting. And before we get out of here, um, there was a woman that was on a, a New York City bus, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And she was attacked by a group of teenagers who removed her from the bus. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> they removed her from the bus. Insane. And she said she was afraid to speak out. But then she thought about it. I was like, yo, I have to. And... Now the question is rising, I guess. Should the parents of teenagers be responsible for their children's actions? Um, although it's not the parents' fault, um, yeah, I think in some way, shape, or form, parents got to be held accountable. And what, well, what I also think needs to happen is when we start um, looking at some of these young people that's doing this, it's beyond what's going on in their home. Because sometimes their home could be good. What's going on in their head? Let's start running some tests. Let's start putting scenarios um, for them to do. Let's put some modules together to see what they're thinking. Where they thinking at? Because they ain't thinking on a, on a positive strain. I'm a little bit on the opposite <laughs> end of this in terms of these kids get charged and they go to jail. And that, I think, is enough for most families to have as a burden. Right. Whether you're going to bail this young person out, um, and that's a financial burden, or you got to get a lawyer, court fees. I think that, and it's tricky, right, because the laws have been bent to fuck with black and brown people so much that they've been charging certain kids as adults in scenarios that shouldn't be the case but i think that there should be an understanding around if you do certain things and it's on camera yeah you need to be uh need to be tried yeah this this shouldn't be a slap on the wrist no you attacked a woman and then threw her off the bus because she told you to stop cursing that shouldn't be no, oh, you do six months of juvie. Nah. Like, but also you don't want to, that's the weird thing about teenagers, right? Like, you don't want to ruin a teenager's life where they are unable to potentially be rehabilitated, quote unquote, and live a normal life, right? You don't want to put a felony charge on a teenager and now at, at 16, they can never get a job that will get them out of the circumstances that might have built them into the individual that they are right now. But where's the middle ground? It's it's hard. I'm not saying I have the answers because it's 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 hard, right? Because if that's my mom, I'm 
What are we talking? What are we talking about? I was just I, again. I said if that was my mom, I'm going to jail. One of my friends hit me up and told me some people just got to learn how to mind their business. But at what point do you say stop minding your business? Because imagine you are home, and imagine you are on a bus, and every fucking day you're on the bus, and kids is cursing every fucking day. Kids is saying, suck my dick. Every day, kids is cursing at elders. And one day, you just tell yourself, yo, I've had enough. You have a Rosa Parks moment. Oh, I'm not, I'm not getting up. I'm not going to the back. I'm already in the front. I got to get on this bus. I had to walk through the front. There's a seat in the front. I'm going to sit in the front. I'm not going to the back. Why? Because the back says for fucking colored uh, only? No, no. So at what point do you say as a as an individual, yo, enough is enough. Fuck what the parents is not doing. This what the fuck I'm doing. I'm telling them to stop all that damn cursing. I'm trying to return it back to the days where the community could police the young people and turn them into proper adults before the law enforcement uh, authorities had to get involved So I'ma say it to them But in turn what I get from that Is attacked and thrown off a bus Like I said If that was my mom's There was no more distinguished to God There is a, You could forget forget about him And my mom got a um a foot a foot disability And my mom walked with a cane You wildin <laughs> You wildin I'm, so, I'm not sorry You wildin So yeah I, I mean it's hard Because it's like What if they weren't raised like that a lot yeah, of time, yeah. this is groupthink, yeah. right? Like, there's there are three or four of them that are really good kids, but another three or four of them that just don't give a fuck. And then and then the whole group got to be on one accord. Yo, we doing this. Once you see one of your friends start putting hands and paws on her, the other one do it. Nigga, you got to you got to do it too. Right, right. That's how a lot of these young people think. Oh, yeah. I'm by. Oh, fuck, I'm in it too now. Like gang, 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 all that shit. Right, and then there's the the pressure of nigga. You ain't. Nigga, you pussy. You over there fucking watching us do this shit, and you just sat there. Help nigga, me, nigga. You ain't, yeah, you ain't gang no more. Look at this bitch-ass nigga. He ain't trying to hear that shit tomorrow. He still got to go to school tomorrow. Right. He got to survive, too. Ain't an excuse. I ain't making yeah. an excuse for that, because <laughs> some niggas will have to die. Like, <laughs> But at, at the same time, this is the thought mentality. So it's like, what do we do? Is it... And is it the men? Do we have to start stepping up more? I, I know there's a lot of women that's saying yes, nigga, but I'm talking about from a a perspective of mentorship and getting these young people early. Like, what can we do to provide them with a culture? Because it can't. It it isn't our responsibility. As a as a man, as a woman, as anybody, to just always step into a scenario, we have to build that culture yeah. where a young person understands I'm stepping out of the lines of what is acceptable, right? And so I need to. I, if I get checked, I understand why I'm getting checked. These young people clearly didn't understand why they was getting checked. Nah, even though it's common sense, yeah. But they didn't see it as getting checked. They saw it as disrespect. Yeah, and that is a cultural thing. That is happening from our music. That is happening from 
uh, certain things that these kids are doing on social media and not getting called out for. Like, that is a cultural thing that they've accepted in terms of ain't nobody allowed to say nothing to me. And if they do, it's disrespectful. And guess what I got to do when I'm disrespected? I got to check it. But in order to save some lives, I think we do need to get to a point where the culture is shifted that a young person knows if someone is checking me, I'm doing something that I ain't supposed to do. That's it. And instead of trying to be big man about it, I need to step back and say, oh, shit. All right. Yo, we wilding out. If an elder comes to me and says, yo, stop all that cursing. I culturally have to have enough respect for this elder to say, my fault, big mama. I'm sorry. Yo, y'all, chill out, chill out, chill out. When did that shift? I think that shit died with us. The elder told me that I'm I'm being quiet immediately. Yeah. I might suck my teeth. Yeah. I might, might get a little upset. Might kick the floor. I'm not going to physically put my hand on her. I'm going to shut the fuck up, too. Because at that point, I done lost my fucking mind. And that's what happened. A lot of these young people done lost their mind. They actually lost their mind. Yeah, for sure. What's the tough knot, broski? We just gotta, we just gotta get back in tune. We gotta, we gotta get back to the source. We gotta get back to a lot of us is missing ourselves, like on a on a very intellectual, spiritual level. A lot mm. of us gotta get back to the source. That's what I'm trying to get back to. That's actually one of my main focuses moving forward. I, I got, I know, you know, I, you know, what I mean, Henry Malek, the sting. Where I gotta get back to the source. I know that. I got, I gotta get back to the source, and I'm, I hope more people get back to the source too. Stop getting caught up in all this extra shit. Got to get back to us and protecting our mind, mm. protecting our thoughts, protecting our eyes, protecting our ears, protecting our mouth. Dad would say. For me, I've been in. A season, I think, of solitude and discipline, and I knew that was going to be the case. I think we, I don't know if we spoke about it here, but think we did touch on this a little bit. Um, you know, like I'm yeah. in school now. Yeah, you've been you was going through a fasting phase before you got here and you were in school, you were in a fasting phase again. And within school, I just don't have the time for a right. lot of things. Right. Um, but I love it. Like I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. Um and it it of course, the people that I love and I care for, I make sure to to have time with um and spend time in we uh, get to see each other as much as possible. Um, but I would say that it also illuminates who actually cares for you. Yeah. Because there's two ways that people respond to when someone gets reclusive. They either get upset about it, they forget about that person, or they become very understanding of that energy and they even attempt to alleviate. And that to me says a lot. Are you getting upset because my energy and my time is limited or are you accepting of that? And you understand the mission and you understand what I'm trying to do and you're okay with it. Mm. Cause that's a partner, right? There should be a point. We don't want to get to Tom Brady level where you don't want to. I don't know how to put the shit down. 
But there is a level of understanding my mission and understanding that while I'm on my mission, I don't need no extra shit taking me off my path. I don't need no arguments. I don't need no bad energy. I don't need none of that. All I need is the support to be on the mission. So what dad would say is understand the missions of the people in your life and do your best to support that as opposed to making that burden that they're already carrying even more of a hardship. How do you support someone who has a clear understanding of what they are here for and make it so that they don't feel guilty for completing the mission that they feel the higher source has given them? Mm. They shouldn't feel guilty to go out and feed the homeless because they felt entitled to do that, but now they know they got to come home to an argument. Mm. They shouldn't feel like, yo, I'm going to help out a friend But now because I did that, I now have to have a long conversation of why I'm the I'm always the one to go help out my friends. Mm. They should feel like. If their mission is their mission, they're supported to do that. It doesn't mean you can't question it. That doesn't mean you can't get a further understanding because you may not understand the mission originally. You may sit there and be like, nigga, I don't understand why you always got to be the one. But once you understand why that's ingrained in that individual, all right, babe, you got to go help your friend. I'm going to come with you. Is that okay? Yeah, come through. Or, all right, babe, I know that you got homework. What do you need from me? Mm. Shit, I might even help you with it. What, What, you want me to print out the articles for you? Now, that's how we start to blossom into partnership. That's how I know you here for me, and you ain't just here for the ride. Another episode of Dad Has a Bow Ties.